It's a PlayStation Collector's Podcast. PlayStation Collector's Podcast. PlayStation Collector's Podcast. Welcome to the show. It's a PlayStation Collector's Podcast. PlayStation Collector's Podcast. PlayStation Collector's Podcast. Welcome to the show. We got Dixie's Well, we're gonna talk some smack. Should I buy this game? We don't buy that. Got special guest games and these two. Hey, hey, what's up, Will? Welcome to the show. Uh, okay, hello, Vixie. <laughs> How's your week been? Oh, it's pretty good, pretty good. Uh, got some cool new games in. Uh, I'm excited. I had a pretty good week. How about you? Yeah, it's been pretty good. Um, we've been playing Stardew Valley. That's been really fun. <laughs> y- yeah, lots of lots of fun, man. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to get into it. I'm trying. But... Uh, I'll stick it out. <laughs> That's been really awesome. Um, me and Will have been playing with Joe from the um, podcast. It's been heaps of fun. So, um, yeah. So I'm um, Will. Tonight's show, we are episode number 42, I believe. 42? I thought it was like 45. No, 42. <laughs> oh, well, that's what I wrote. So hopefully it's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, 45 is not now you got me second guessing. I don't know. Uh, what did it say? Number 42. You're correct. 42 is the correct we'll, answer. We'll just go so. for now. If we're, <laughs> if we're wrong, we'll correct it. So um, tonight's guests, we've actually got two returning guests. Uh, so you guys really love Nicolo and Jason's episodes. Um, they're both avid PS4 collectors. In particular, they both have a niche of going for weird, obscure titles um they're great friends and we thought why not get them both on the show together so please uh welcome back to the playstation collectors podcast jason and nicolo hey guys how's it going good evening gentlemen how's everyone doing this morning evening week how are you guys doing fine thanks i'm good good. evening for me i guess it's different times for for all of us right yeah Yeah, it's early early in the morning (laughs) Say 7 a.m. Oh man, I, I I tried to take a nap today, but it didn't happen. It just every it just kept trying to take a nap, but the the phone kept ringing. But uh, no, I'm uh, so uh, I had a half a cup of coffee and uh, with a beer chaser. So cheers, gentlemen. Let's do this shit. <laughs> cheers. I, I I go with water because whatever. Yeah, because you're hungover. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thanks so much for coming back on the show, guys. Um, and this episode in particular is a little bit special. It's um, It's got a title attached to it, and it is Exotic PS4 Games. Um, so we are going to be talking about exotic PS4 games. If you have any questions, feel free to show them in chat. Um, yeah, if um, Jason, if you want to get into it, starting off with a game, let's do this, guys. Sounds good. Yeah, so originally I was going for specifically exotic shovelware and that 
that is an oxymoron, I guess. But um, yeah, I'm really into the weird stuff, as you mentioned. And so I've got here a pile of of strange, obscure titles, many of which Niccolo probably also has right in front of him. And um, right here on the other side, I've got crazy, valuable, rare stuff, and they both equally interest me. So not everything's going to be worth a ton of money in this video from my perspective, but I consider it exotic from my own personal point of view. So that said, um, let's see, the weird stuff. I'm actually going to show two at once here because they kind of go together in my mind. Um, so, you know, recently, uh, I want to say, was it East Asia Soft? Yeah, East Asia Soft, East Asia Soft, who's known for some good indie stuff, um, they recently released through Funbox Media the Pretty Girls Collection, Volume 1. Uh, <laughs> this is definitely shovelware. Uh, in here, this four-game collection. So it's got here Pretty Girls Mahjong Solitaire. <laughs> Pretty Girls Mahjong Solitaire Delicious. I think those are two different games. Pretty Girls Klondike Solitaire and Pretty Girls Panic. So, yeah, they're clearly... Um, selling this on the pretty girls thing did you and say east, east asia soft did that yeah because it's a power release so that makes it even more interesting to me exactly yeah so i think it's just a uk only power release if i'm correct but they didn't stop there they went with pretty girls theme collection two um you know if, if you liked pretty girls collection one which i'm sure someone did i don't know then you might love Pretty Girls Game Collection 2, which features Poker Pretty Girls Battle, uh, Pretty Girls Mahjong <laughs> Solitaire Blue. I, I think it's blue now. Um, Pretty Girls Mahjong Solitaire Green. I'm not making this up. And Pretty Girls Panic Plus. So these are quality titles from the folks at East Asia Soft. And if you liked Pretty Pretty Girls Game Collection 2, you'll be excited about Volume 3. Has come out. Uh, Teragashi said the Switch one comes with a stylus. <laughs> I did not know that. Oh, you know what? There, There is another one. There is another they consider a lewd game from East Asia Soft. I think that's a different one. I actually have that on the shelf, and I can grab it. But I think that's a different Pretty Girl-type game. But... But yes, East Asia saw branching out into many pretty girl genres of, of shovelware. I remember when I was six years old, uh, I used to spend the night at Danny Ortiz's house, a good friend of mine, and we'd always sneak into the computer room and he would throw on strip poker and uh, we'd sit there for a good hour to look, to look at the worst pixelated booby girl in the world. Is, is, is it the same thing? Is it like strip mahjong? Is it like strip solitaire? It's the same kind of thing, yeah. I, I think they leave their clothes on to an extent, but it's um, clothes come off and not all of it. So I think that that shares that in common with the ones you're describing. <laughs> I've been told that the PS4 ones are um, censored, while the Switch ones are uncensored. So yeah. I have a friend that is really, really into this kind of stuff. He also throw in something like, anti-PS4 games. He had this huge collection of this weird stuff, and he, he went on the Switch one because it's uncensored. So, okay. yeah, I guess That's it's... interesting, because the Switch is meant to be the family-friendly system, and that no, happens now a it's... lot where the PS4 version will be censored and the Switch version will be uncensored. Now it's full of really explicit content and explicit game, the Switch, nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the one. 
Yeah, uh, it makes no sense. But yeah, this uh, this made seems this the general consensus I've heard as well. The Switch is dirtier than PS4. But but Mm. you can justify your purchase because those eight games are like uh, eight platinums, five minutes platinums, or something like that. You can also justify the purchase later. Okay, I'm I'm doing this for for the platinums. (laughs) (laughs) Then you have to justify having those games on your platinum list down the line. I've seen worse on people's platinum lists, so... Oh, that's funny. <clears throat> okay, I go with a couple of games, too. Like, this is the most difficult one to reach. Okay. This is not one game. These are two games, but also two special editions ones. These are the... Batman, Arkham Asylum, and Arkham Collector, uh, Arkham uh, City comic book edition. These are from Italy, are uh, exclusive to Italy. And uh, they were um, made by GameStop in collaboration with Panini Comics, that is um, the publisher of the comics. So why are they interesting? Because they should at least both, both appeal to um, video game collectors and also comic book collectors because the as far as I know, the comic books inside are exclusive, physical, physically ex- exclusive to these editions. And what's really interesting from a gamer and collector, video game collector point of view, is that they include, it's hard to tell because my, my copies are sealed, a standalone version of their master games. Why on, let's say, normally you can find them in bundle in the uh, Return to Arkham edition. Inside these games, you have the standalone case, like the PS3 one, and they're both the uh, Game of the Year editions. For a while, I thought thought that these editions were exclusive to Italy, uh, but now I have discovered that in Korea, for some reason, they also have this um, standalone copy without the comic, of course, but it's a standalone copy of both of them. They were huge flops i think because they tried to sell them for like 60 to 70 euros each and it's kind of hard to sell something like that and i also did the the same for return to arkham but nothing interesting in there aside the comics i would say nicolo can you uh hold that up to a a regular case so i can get the idea how big that thing is yeah they they're, they're big like oh, wow. very big yeah it didn't look that big <laughs> first damn and it's like 1.5 kilos each so i would say like three pounds each <laughs> this guy oh, this wow. stupid stuff they're super heavy looks like a cereal box yeah kind of I, I, I would buy that shit <laughs> how, are we, how are we doing is it doing round robin do, do, I, do i bust out a weirdo game now is it my turn yeah yeah go for yep. it well. right, why not here we go Speaking of, uh, <clears throat> if anyone wants to talk about the game that was just shown, feel free to jump in. This game, um, there's actually no hentai in it. This is a f- false advertising, but it's a weirdo piece of shit. So I thought I'd bring it on. <laughs> but uh, my girlfriend got it uh, digitally because she wanted to play That's it. Hentai versus evil. Hentai versus evil by Funbox Media. Are they? Do they? Do they just do crap? Yes. Is yeah, it, is it pretty much it? they they ju- just do crap. <laughs> <laughs> do they have anything any crap out there that's good? 
I define good. Like, I, I mean, I'm <laughs> after bad games and I, I enjoy this. So yes, I'd say for me, it's good as, as a normal player. No, no, definitely not. I actually, well, I actually... On, on bad developers, like there's a whole developer that does mobile JRPGs. Um, I, the name's not coming to me right now. One of you guys might know it. Then. Is it P cube? Uh, oh, I'll have to look it up. Every time I see P cube, <clears throat> I read, I read cube. I don't know why, but uh, it's like um, people have seen Phoenix games and they're like, no, I can't, can no, I can't unsee that now that you mention it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wrong. <laughs> Look at it, it looks like there you go. It's Camco. They have the, the, they're like, the, oh, the 2010 RPGs on the, the mobile phone were hot. You know what? We should make physical PS4 games of those. <laughs> yeah, but also the, the name is the most stupid ripoff I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They keep on doing like standalone discs of every one of those RPGs that nobody really wants, but they'll do them in like thousand runs on PS4 just to get you know the, the thousand people or less who care, like myself, to, to actually buy them. Is, the sad uh, thing it, is, they could do like a best of collection and have a hundred of them on there and and literally still have space on the disc and people buy it and be like you know these games are pretty bad but i got good value for money <laughs> to tell my friends about this experience <laughs> yeah on switch they did like a five game collection which is way more economical it's like the same price as a standalone one game disc um from from limited run so pretty amazing hey uh are, are there any good? I mean, when I say good games, I mean good collecting wise. I mean, I'm, I'm sure the games are all crap to play, but are there any high dollar fun box games that we should know about? Mm. Any expensive, super rare, no. or just, just the same crap? Not that I think about, but those games are not getting cheaper. Um, on PS3, they release, I think, three or four games and they're super cheap, but the, the PS4 one are uh, keeping their value. Like, 20 to 30 euros, but they're keeping it. I, I'm, I've been watching the Panic Girls and also Anti versus Evil and a couple of more for a crap, very long time, and they just won't go down in price. Yeah, they very limited distribution. So you know, if the the handful of people who want them, they're kind of captive to the the retail price that they're keeping them at. I just googled Funbox PS4, and I'm looking through the images on Google, and like I don't know how you could be proud of releasing games like that <laughs> how can you be like yeah i work for this company what games do you make um um yeah you, yeah you don't want to check out those titles i actually messaged them about the some of the latest uh, fps about marketing <coughs> technique the germans one and they told me oh yeah they they proposed us those games and we are going to discuss them in a, the next board meeting so they they also discuss if you <laughs> if they should or shouldn't release is is that bad enough to be released by us yeah i think so <laughs> it's a terrible it's a terrible logo too it's just they, they put they put no effort into that i, I don't know straight out of the 90s probably I, I think they put more effort into the um the design of the front cover than the actual game <laughs> Well, there, there, there's there's low effort on that on that front as well. I don't know. This is uh, th this this is is, also if that a, was a YouTube video, it would be clickbait. <laughs> that, that's also a five minutes plot. So I I don't even know why he got a physical release of of a shovelware for a platinum. Yeah, I don't know. It looks like somebody 
<clears throat> not from Japan, try to draw anime style, and it just, I don't know, it looks off. Forget me. It's yeah, just hard to justify. That, um, the video games have been out for 30, 40 years, and there isn't like a regulation behind, you know, what type of game you can put out and charge price for. Like, you can put out a five minute game and slap a $60 price on it and sell sell it, and it's, it's allowed. And, you know, there's, no repercussions for someone who buys a terrible experience but like if you if it was a completely different um aspect like you know you're doing that in a restaurant and you have a bad meal and you paid a lot of money you know you're gonna get your money back or you know people are gonna be angry with you on the internet or something so it's an interesting take but um i wonder if the future of like regulations will ever change in games where you know you can't release a broken game and charge full price for it or things like that no man, they'll, they'll super no, keep cranking out crap. Uh, Nicolo, someone had a question for you about the uh, Batman games. Are the comics in Italian or English? They're in Italian. Mm, makes yeah. sense. All right, if they're exclusive, you... though, it's still a like to a Batman collector, it's such a niche thing. Unfortunately, here in Italy, nobody knows English apparently, so <laughs> they had to make it in Italian. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, so I haven't probably got as many games as you guys, but I'm um, pulled out like some different interesting things that lead into other <coughs> titles as well. So um, this game here might lead into some other titles that you guys have. Uh, now I noticed what's it? Um, the PS4 and this year I started doing this. Like um, games like Farming Simulator are really popular and good games, and then games like this come along that um to. You know, to the average, like, mum or dad, it might look like a farming simulator game. This is Forestry 2017, the simulation. This is a terrible game. It's broken. Um, <clears throat> it, it's got a zero platinum because one of the trophies is glitched and the developers don't care about it. Like, um, And there's so many similar games like this out there trying to capitalize on the popularity of farming simulator. Look, we're both <laughs> jumping for games right now. <laughs> but um, yeah, it it goes back on that previous point. Like um, that would be their selling point, having it on the shelf. People thinking, "Hey, I played Farming Simulator. It was awesome." You know, this is probably the same, but it's not. It's terrible. Um, you know, it shouldn't even be a five dollar game on Steam. It would be like a ninety nine cent game. Are these all the same company? I mean, uh, did you? Did, how many? Who who brought a farming rate uh, simulator along with the racer? <laughs> oh, just me. Oh, okay, Jason. Yeah, the simulator. Oh, so this game. one is UIG, um, like I'll, most I'll, of the simulator games on PS4. Yeah, <laughs> mostly I'll, from UG is uh, Airsoft, Airsoft, something like that, and Toplitz, and they're yeah. kind of the same company with different name. <laughs> It's like they went on Steam one day and they typed in simulation and they searched from lowest star to highest. No, 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 no. There's there's worse on Steam. There's way worse on Steam. Steam. (laughs) I've seen those. Yeah, do you guys have other simulation games? Throw them up now. We'll talk about them all. Yeah, bring on. This this is a simulation round. So, what you got for us, Jason? This is a good segue. So, speaking of UIG and, and crap, um, I've got here a handful that all go together, so I'll just kind of go through them quickly. Um, so amazingly, these actually, the, the, a couple of these got ESRB releases, but strangely, I think only in Canada. I'm not sure why. I think they were released in, in Canada for like Black Friday, 
in like 2017 or so. And actually Horror Story 2017 was one of them, but I don't have that one to show right now. I do have, however, Firefighters, the simulation. Uh, same kind of thing. I think it's by the same devs, equally yeah. um, equally bad, but another UIG classic quote unquote title. Um, there it is. Firefighters, the simulation. But if that wasn't enough for you, there's also from UIG released the same day in Canada, at least, um, Firefighters Airport Fire Department. That's incredibly specific, but it, it is what it sounds like. Um, fires at airports. Um, you know, who hasn't wanted to, to put out fires at airports? And now you can do it. Thanks to the folks at UIG. But, you know, the, it's that specific that it could only be like a matter of 10 crews. And they're all like, is that me in the game? <laughs> I work for the, the, the fire department at the airport. It's got to be me. I'm Canadian. <laughs> I mean, you, you might have thought, well, wow, you, know, you put out all the kinds of fires you can put out. But no, there's more fires you can put out. You could put out fires at a plant, for example, in Firefighters Plant Fire Department from UIG. The folks who brought you Firefighters, the simulation, and Firefighters Airport Fire Department. This one's only released in um, European territories. It did get a PAL and, uh, I believe, a USK release in, in Germany. Well, that was a comment I just wanted to quickly pull up from Andy. He's saying there's a whole bunch of sim games built on the same engine, and they've all got the st same stolen assets in the game. And that's interesting. Like, if you... If you go around and play all these games, you'll realize that, They're hang on, I've played this mission before. Yeah. Like, yeah. this map is exactly the same as the last one. It's just reskins. These um, are definitely reskins. They are for sure reskins. It's, it's like, hey, is that, is that a fire in a plant or is that a fire in an airport? I don't know. Yeah, I just don't know anymore. It's a new texture. <clears throat> but, you know, people love these firefighting games, and that's why they did... Not one or two, but three different compilations of firefighting games from the folks who brought you Firefighters Plant Fire Department. There is Fire Chief, which compiles uh, the three games we just spoke about. But there's more. There's also Firefighters Airport Heroes. So if you like putting out the, the fires at the airport the first time, you can do the same thing in Firefighters Airport Heroes. But be, the, be the hero this time. Oh, yeah, the heroes now. They're heroes, and they've, they've earned it after this many firefighting games. You are a hero if you got through it. Last but not no. least, go on, go on. No, I was going to say, UIG can turn around and sell these as training videos to, to firefighting companies. I don't know if they're privatized or if they're uh, – yeah, that's double, double the money right there. I mean, hell, for Nintendo did a, a shooting game for the Army back in the day. and Yeah, uh, that was nice. quadruple <laughs> right there. Yeah. I wonder but, if that's um like how one of the ideas originated for them to start. Like if they had a, you know, simulations and videos that they went through and they're training, and someone's like, "Let's turn no, this into no, a video." Trust game. me, I've played those. No, <laughs> no, you can't. It's not proper training. <laughs> oh you can't. You, you can't put. I I just can tell you that the tutorial is a guy that guides you through the, uh, to the the fire department and these are the, the the trucks these are the beds where you can dream where you can sleep these are the something and once the once the the tour is that it's kind of 15 minutes or something like that long okay the tutorial is over no no input on the on the controls or are you to do things it's like okay go out and 
try to put on some fire or and the first i think the first mission is uh um trash can in fire okay. go ahead <laughs> try to to put that away <laughs> Trash can fire. <laughs> yeah, and I remember the the second or third mission is always the same, and something toxic that you can get uh, near because you you die instantly die, <laughs> and that's the, this game over. You uh, you died because you touched the toxic uh, the toxic liquid, something <laughs> like that. I yeah I say I just you know I show up to for. <clears throat> job at the fire department oh, do you have any experience oh yeah i played firefighter airport Firefighter dumpster fire i played uh what's, what's the other one factory fire Jesus. oh plant plant, plant fire, fire. Okay. um i was gonna say that dumpster fire would be a much more appropriate title for, for <laughs> dumpster fire simulator it's dk oldies no i'm kidding uh, no, we're, not, we're not making fun that's i just much. wanted to pull up a comment from um uh tamagashi about comic books um, a little bit off topic but it's back to the italian ones that nicola showed so um they accidentally put french comics in all the eu releases of the final fantasy type zero collector's edition that, that's really interesting because like if comic book collectors were after that they wouldn't buy it for that reason if like they go for english ones <laughs> just goes to show that the people who put this stuff together don't really care no. no. The last no. one, though, so it was a foreign one. Firefighter is the compilation. If you like the four before it, now you can get them all on a single disc. This one only released in Germany, unfortunately. I think that's when UIG actually shut down, or that they got bought out by Toblitz, or whatever happened there. UIG kind of ended their run of um, simulators at that point. Oh, sad, no. What a really sad day in the history of, of shitty video game collectors. <laughs> I should have said. All right, Nicole, you're up. Okay. What you got next? I was going to <laughs> do the same thing. <laughs> but let's say that this is interesting. Just uh, I'll add this one. This is interesting because it's the only, let's say, European release of the tree. And probably has only been released like in French, in France and Dutch territory and something like that. But if you were not happy about enough about the uh, putting out fires in airport, you can also go to simulate the entire airport <laughs> because one once they have all the assets. So, okay, why not, why not yeah. making an entire airport simulator? This is the second one. There's also the the first one we just call just airport simulator. This is the second one. And it's exactly the same game, but with a day and night cycle. And this is kind of interesting because it also had um, <laughs> German release. This is the Peggy uh, multi-language one. And one of the interesting stuff about the multi-language one is that normally, if you see these four languages, they're not the same. They rarely, there's a, at least one that is completely different in the meaning of what they're saying. I still don't know why. Um, this is kind of interesting because apparently on PSM profiles, the, the, the website that tracks people getting trophies and and so on, nobody has played this. And it's a uh, 2021 release. So <laughs> is it an easy platinum? I don't even I don't know. I I don't <laughs> I don't I've never seen the trophy list and I'm not 
cracked it open yet so i i mean if you if, you, if it's the same as the other one of just a day and night cycle it's the other one is other buggy one. and shit so yeah. it doesn't have a platinum and it's completely bugged so to me I that sounds think. like a 3d dlc update because not a new game th these ones are not just bad they're also really hard to get a platinum on it's super hard they're super long without a platinum normally it's just a hundred percent and they're super hard super long super buggy it's super bad so you Tell shouldn't me... buy this period <laughs> there's no excuse <laughs> how many uh simulator games are there uh, <laughs> how long have you got <laughs> 50. 50. I, I i compiled the list because i'm i'm not saying that but I, I i know i'm doing this i'm trying to go for a full set of simulators and they're like 50 with the latest ones there's also a flix boost, so the, the one that you, the, the bus that you take to to make trips, but paying really low cost simulator is is, is went up like. I was watching an ad on Steam like. for. Uh, I think but, there was a bus drive <clears throat> simulator one. One yeah, thing that the, the last thing that stuff. I want to point out is that how lazy they were. Look at the font of the games. It's always the same. Yeah, well, that's that's branding right there, buddy. <laughs> They haven't got time to make a hire. Nobody got time for this. One guy on Microsoft Paint going, yep, I can make it. And this I think is... the interesting thing about those games is yeah. there are a few good simulator games out there. Like there mightn't be many, but there are a few good simulator games <clears throat> that people dedicate their lives to. Like there's some truck simulating games that people have spent thousands of dollars on truck sims <laughs> and different things like that and obviously farming simulators the one that kicked it off microsoft flight simulators obviously amazing it's been around for a long time but then you know you have these cheap rip-off ones that would be trying to piggyback on the success of other ones what you got for us jason Oh, I was going to say that uh, the day and night cycle that Niccolo mentioned, that this is the previous version with just the day cycle. So if you, if the nighttime is too much for you, you know, it's just too much pressure, it's too dark, then there is just the day cycle version um, for suitable for 2019. So I'll throw that out there. Oh, man. I, 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 you know, when, when we started about 10, five, 10, five minutes ago, I was like, you know, maybe I'll go for a simulator set but now no i'm, I'm fucked that I'm, I'm not going for it no. well here's here's my simulator and this one this is a walmart <laughs> exclusive this is uh the only simulator in my entire collection this is uh farming simulator 17 so walmart exclusive exclusive oh i dropped it this one is made by uh focus focus home interactive i don't know what makes it uh, uh exclusive to walmart i got this for uh three cents uh, I, I should, you know, that's a good deal yeah yes. walmart walmart uh, they do a thing every year where they they're just flushing out games and they and they label them for three cents and that's a sign for the people to send them back to the factory or whatever they and the, they didn't send this one back they didn't send a whole pile of them back i got this one for three cents i think i got like three of these uh i traded two into gamestop and i kept one for myself i don't know why but uh, here you go farming simulator uh it takes up space on my shelf. That's all I know. <laughs> oh, bonus downloadable content, uh, Anaconda two pack. I guess that's a, a tractor of some sort. I don't know. But no, I yeah, mean, that this... would be the exclusive content you get. 
I, I, I'm guessing, yeah, because it's right, it's right underneath the Walmart, uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I had an eye on a uh, car mechanic simulator that uh, some guy was selling locally for 10 bucks, but he never returned my, because uh, it's like 30 bucks on, uh, on eBay. I was looking, I was like, oh, damn. Uh, I've like, heard oh. that that's actually really good. Yeah, that should be one of the good ones. Yeah. So there are, there are good simulator games. Okay. Well, I, I was going to go for it, but uh, the guy never, the guy never, I mean, returned that, my they roll painfully slow painfully detailed but some are well made at least yeah, some people i mean simulating games i mean i guess it's it's a it's a niche all its own it's its own uh, genre but no uh if, if that guy if the car mechanic simulator guy calls me ever calls me back i'll go cop that thing for 10 bucks just because it's because it's a deal i mean I'm, I'm all about finding the deals in the wild but uh yeah there there's my simulator game you got any Sims for us, Figs? Um, I didn't pull any out, but I'm, I have plenty in the collection. It's just, <laughs> they're so bad. Um, but before I do show another game, um, we're past the half an hour mark. Um, I thought it would be time to um, bring on one of our segments. So it is time to play Figsy's Quiz, guys. Cue the bad music. <laughs> Figsy Quiz. Now today we have two guests, so we will have uh, three different lots of questions for each round. Um, so there are going to be four rounds. Uh, how it's going to work is each of you will have a chance to answer. Because there are two other contestants, uh, I'm going to only make the uh, questions worth half a point if you get the opposition's questions wrong. Um, how it's going to work is Jason's going to go first, Nicola will go second, Will will go third. I do get in alphabetical order, so again, a little bit random. We're going to keep going in clockwise, and to keep the unity, um, say Jason answers a question incorrect, uh, Nicolo will have the first chance to answer that question correctly, and then followed by Will, and so on in the circle. Um, yeah, so it'll be um, best of four rounds. There will be a bonus question. Um, we do have to go to the tiebreaker question. It will be first to name it on the buzzer. Um, um, but, yeah, if not, we'll just play it and have a bit of fun. Uh, big shout-out to Pavel for once again providing the quiz. Um, Pavel went out of his way once again. It's a really awesome quiz. Uh, should be a heap of fun. So, um, yeah, let's get into it, guys. All right. Uh, so, first question for Jason. So, Jason. Uh, what are the fruits that Crash Bandicoot collects? Goomba, Apple Loomba, Woomba, or Roomba? <laughs> so I've rolled out two. Um, wow. Let's see. Man. Um, you know, I'm going to go with the Apple Loomba. Hopefully I'm right about that. That is incorrect. Um, so, Niccolo, for half a point, Woomba. what is the fruit that Crash Bandicoot collects? It's the Woomba. That is correct. Niccolo takes half a point. Uh, I'm just going to write down the points, guys. So I'll apologize for one second. We, we need a scoreboard. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Niccolo. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right, Nicola, your first question. 
Uh, so I haven't got a photo for this one because that's the answer. Um, but I do have four potential answers for you. Um, so the game NBA Elite 11, the player Kevin Durant is on the front cover. What NBA team is the jersey he's wearing? Is it A, the Minnesota Timberwolves? B, the Oklahoma City Thunder? C, Portland Trailblazers? Or D, the Toronto Raptors? Since I don't know anything about NBA teams, I'll go with the Raptors. That is incorrect. Will, um, I'm going to give you a choice of three for half a point. Um, So you're going to depict the jersey that Kevin Durant's wearing on the front cover of NBA Elite 11. It can be either the Minnesota Timberwolves, the Oklahoma City Thunder, or the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, the uh, Trailblazers. That is incorrect. Yeah. Jason, for the chance of winning half a point, and Jason owns this game. <laughs> <laughs> is it A, the Minnesota Timberwolves, or B, the Oklahoma City Thunder? I, I'm embarrassed because I should know that for the reason you just stated, but I'm going to go with A. That is incorrect. <laughs> Uh, so here we have the Oklahoma City Thunder jersey. I didn't even know it was a fucking team. I didn't know Oklahoma had a damn football team. <laughs> I have no excuse. Uh, so moving on to Will's Pretty, first question. It's really uh, the obvious. Score that we, uh... is Nicholas on zero point five. Jason and Will are yet to hit the board. No, that's, that's my question. All right, which known drink was included in the special edition of Uncharted Nathan Drake collection for PS4? I've got a little multiple choice for you. Was it Pepsi, Coca-Cola, Red Bull, or Monster Energy? Uh, let me see. Well, Monster Energy, that's that's an Xbox drink, so I'm gonna I'm gonna eliminate that one. Uh it's Red Bull. That is correct. Well done, Will. All right. Just going to get a photo off here for you guys. Yeah, so I'm not entirely sure if this was a Russian exclusive or not, uh, but here we have the Uncharted 4 Special Edition, and it came with cans of Red Bull, which is really cool. <laughs> they did something uh, very similar in Italy with the uh, pre-order pack of Infamous Second Son. They gave you um, a pack of Red Bull and a pack of condoms. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That was the most random thing I've ever seen. In case you're not going to use all that energy. <laughs> exactly. uh, so, guys, this has been the end of round one. Uh, the score is Jason's on zero. We've got Nicola on 0.5. But out to the lead is Will on one point. So let's move into round two. <laughs> all right so jason you're gonna have the first one here um now the round two is going to be minimalistic posters i'm going to show each of you guys a minimalistic poster um you're gonna have to guess the video game it's from again if you get it wrong the answer will go over to your opponent will the chance to get the point uh so the first one is for you jason what 
game is this a minimalistic poster for? Mm. <laughs> it's going to be really obvious when they don't get it. Let's see. Do you know the gas? So that would be nitrogen, yes? No? Maybe? Hmm. No? Then I guess would probably be the answer. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah, no. I, I don't know. You want to just throw a stab at it? <laughs> yeah, don't put any pressure on him. Yeah, that feels really... Um, Oh, it feels it feels normal again. Um, you know, I don't even honestly know where to throw out a guess there. Uh, probably, I'd have to go with uh, Crash Bandicoot Warped. Incorrect. So I'll, I will pass this one over to Nicola with a chance of getting a half a point. Need for Speed. No, that is correct. No, that was, that was my well, guess. Done. It's nitrous, nitrous oxide. Is either Need for Speed or Dentist Simulator. Uh, <laughs> need for Speed. But yeah, Nicola moves to one point. All right, Nicola, uh, for the chance of getting another point, what video game is this poster representing a minimalistic photo of? Oh wow. Uh, Cue the music. But is it is it PS4 or is general? It's just PlayStation related. It is on other systems as well. Quantum of Solace, 007. Incorrect. Will for the chance of getting half a point. What video game does this poster represent? Well, with the pink and the two little uh, piles okay. of cocaine in the background, I'm gonna guess uh, Vice City. That is correct. Well yeah. done, Will. I thought they were supposed to for you guys. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I I City. Yeah, I knew that was Coke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Will, for the chance um, at a second point and moving well clear of this competition, what video game is this poster representing? Okay. That's Damn it. Awesome. Red Dead Redemption. Wow. Will takes it clean. GG's, Will. I'll I was I was like, that could either be a film canister or that could be a six gun. And uh, yeah, it's a six. Let's see the whole poster. Yeah, look at that. Red it's Dead a six Redemption. gun. Um, so Will is on 2.5. Nicola's on one point. Jason still gets the score. Yeah, Nicola's um, however, there's one... plenty of time for anyone to take this. Nicola is 1.5. Didn't he get Jason's answer right? Yeah, he's only 0.5 for that. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, um, so let's move into round three, guys. <laughs> having too much fun with that. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to show you guys. Jason, I'm going to show you an image. Um, you have to tell me what video game is this Hang on. So the soundtrack of this PlayStation game includes the following music tracks. So we have We Have Explosion by the Future Sound of London. 
Loops of Fury by the Chemical Brothers and Firestarter by the Prodigy. And so the, those well. songs go along with the image, right? Like they're from the game we're looking at, correct? Yeah. Um, so hopefully my answer qualifies. I'm going to say Wipeout Omega Collection. Uh, so, so it's a PS1 game. I'm actually needing the, the title of the actual PS1 title. Ah, okay. I will accept the North American or the Powell answer. <laughs> Would you accept Wipeout 3? Not Wipeout 3. Oh, uh, we'll hand this one over to Nicola. Nah. Wipeout Fury? No, it's not Wipeout Fury either. Will? Yeah, I, I'm just going to go straight up Wipeout. <laughs> so the answer we were looking for was either Wipeout 2097 for the PAL release or Wipeout XL for the North American release. Uh, I do have a quick video to show for the game. Three, two, one, go. Every day improving... What's the word? What's the term? Production, Production quality through the roof. <laughs> this show. We got All right. Next yeah. question is for Nicolo. Uh, Nicolo, what do these four PlayStation 1 games have in common? I don't know, to be honest. <laughs> uh... The soundtrack composer, the compositor. I don't know. Incorrect. I will hand this one over to Will for half a point. They're all PAL games. Give him a half a point. Well, that might be correct. That isn't the answer we are looking for. Uh, we'll hand this one over to Jason for half a point. <laughs> um, I, you know, I don't think anyone said that. They're all PAL games. That's, I just said that, and I I'm got. Yeah, I I'm slow. Yeah. I don't know, honestly. All right, so the answer we were looking for were they all have four discs. Oh, there you go. Is that Kudelka on the, on the top left? I couldn't quite make that up. Yeah, yeah, that's Kudelka. Uh, you don't see many games with four discs anymore, but that was a um, definitely a common feature back in the PS1 era. <clears throat> Uh, so the next question is for you, Will. I'm going right, to show you an encrypted image. You have to tell me the PS4 game that this image is trying to depict. <laughs> <laughs> is this Air of Drift Cars? That's correct. Oh, God. <laughs> He's just trying to piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been Grand Theft Auto because you run over everybody in that game too. But just no. <laughs> that was Arab drift cars. Uh, Nicolo and Jason, you guys, you got each got one, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's a shame. <laughs> it is. It's, it's Arab drift cars one. So I'm holding out for for the. Oh. <laughs> The, the, the sequel, price... the collection, and then you're going to have like compilation packs in Germany. <laughs> is the price still up there? It's a, it's a series. 
there, there's also Saudi Arabian drift cars and <laughs> something like Kingdom of Drifts, and they're all the same shit reskinned. Oh my god! And they're all up on uh, on the PSN for twenty euros each. If you it's go to the true. if you go to PS prices, that is the the website that keeps tracking of the of the price of every game, so you can see the how many how low it went on a discount and whatever. You see that uh, Arab Discard went out on fi- for fourteen ninety nine. Then when the physical copy released, they increased the price to nineteen ninety nine. Let's move into the final round of the quiz, guys. This is round four. Um, Will is at it to a commanding lead of 3.5. Uh, incredible scenes. Will's, Will's only taken one of these before, so um, West in line to take another one. However, anything can still happen. Um, now, Jason, your next question. Sorry, I'm just getting myself mounted. So I'm going to show you a screenshot of a demake of a famous playstation 2 game um you can either give me the answer of the name of the demake or the ps2 game okay okay demake of a ps2 game huh this is coming to me really really slowly I have an idea. I know that. You know what it is? Yeah. Probably, at least. (laughs) Take a stab in the dark, Jason. Oh, man. Okay. Um, You know, I wonder... Like, my mind's going to, like, Silent Hill. It's going to... Well, a Silent Hill game. It's going to Resident Evil. I know this isn't it. I'm going to say Code Veronica. Code Veronica is incorrect. I'll hand this one over to Nicola. This is Silent Hill. Silent Hill 2. That is correct. Well done. Oh, man. That's what I was going to say. That was my first thought, and I thought I was wrong. So I should go with my first thought. I'll just bring it up. It was a fan demake uh, called Soulless Mountain 2, but it was Soulless. The NES. um, That's upsetting. (laughs) Nintendo. Uh, so next question is for you, Nicola. Um, so on the reversible cover of a certain PS3 game um, has not to be sold separately, created at GameStop 2013 thanks to the community. Um, which game is this? Now I'm going to show you a title of four to choose from. Um, is this from Tomb Raider, Bioshock Infinite, Assassin's Creed Black Flag or Dead Space 3. I will just repeat that. So on the reversible cover of this PlayStation 3 not to be sold separately variant has written created at GameStop Gamecom 2013 thanks to the community. Which title was it? Hmm. I'll go with Black Flag because I think it's the only 2013 game. That that is correct, and that's a very oh, good, good job. GG. <laughs> good job. <laughs> I'll just bring up the um, variant. So this was on the inside cover of the variant. I'd had created at Gamescom 2013, thanks to the community, and um, had a really cool Assassin's Creed 
black flag on the other side. I didn't even know that thing was a thing. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, your next question. All right. Which famous game could you... Uh, where's this T-shirt? Uh, so it's the main character of a video game. He wear he wears that T-shirt in the whole game, or in which even... famous game could you see the main character in this T-shirt? Jesus, uh, I want to say Grand Theft Auto Five, but no, um, uh, dude, I have no clue, honestly. I think that's a triple A game. Uh, I don't know, Infamous Second Son. Incorrect. I will pass this one over to Jason for half a point. You know, I'm probably wrong here, but I want to say that Ellie wore it in The Last of Us. That is correct. Congratulations. Oh, shit. Good job, Jason. What was the game? The Last, the of, Last of Us. Oh, The Last of Us. Oh, okay. So here we have oh, Ellie wearing that t-shirt. Oh, look, it, look it, this looks nothing like the other shirt. The thing's all tattered and tore. <laughs> I, only, I only knew that for an embarrassing reason. I was at E3 the year that that was announced, and they were giving away t-shirts with that print on it. And I still remember the print. And I was like, is that in the game? And I had to look for it. Like, oh, there it is, yeah. Very <laughs> nice. Um, congratulations, Will. You are this week's winner of episode 42's um, Figsy's Quiz. <laughs> Uh, congratulations. You won with a score of 3.5 over 2.5, and Jason came on the board at the end of the steal. You get 0.5. However, we will have a bonus <laughs> answer. This one's just for pride. I'm going to play the soundtrack of a certain game. Uh, first one to name the game correctly gets it right. Uh, you each get to buzz in once. Um, it goes for about two minutes, so you don't have to buzz in right away. You can buzz in at five seconds. However, if you get it wrong, you will be locked out. Is this uh is it is it dead space? Correct, though. You're locked out. This is some kind of early JRPG. <laughs> I know this, but I can't remember the game. We even got the hit. I was a PlayStation 2 game. Oh. Oh, I know what it is. No, I don't. I don't know what it is. Is it Vanquish? Sorry, Vanquish? Correct. 
Alright, Jason, it's all you. Sorry, I'm Jason. Sorry. I'm totally wrong, probably. Soul Calibur 4. Incorrect. Um, thanks everyone for playing. That was what's the, wait, wait, what's the new what game? Is that? that was Metal Gear Solid 2. Oh, I was gonna say Metal Gear Solid, but yeah, what? Well, that was I thought the mechs second. might have given it away. Um, with Kojima doing all that mech stuff at the start, but um, yeah, big thank you to Pavel for providing all the questions for the quiz. Uh, thanks heaps for playing, guys. This has been Figsy's quiz, heap of fun, and um, hope you guys enjoyed it. Yay, that was a uh... Uh, yeah, even I think that was a good quiz, and I only say that because I won. Okay. <laughs> I'm a sore loser. You won but, the uh, last time I was on too. So what's I, I think you won the last time I was on. So I'm I'm good luck for you, and I'm bad luck. Yeah. For you. <laughs> well, you guys, well, you have to forgive me. I will be uh, right back. All right, so let's get into some more games, guys. Jason, let's see. <clears throat> I should move away from shovelware because uh, I've got a lot of it in front of me. So if we have some time, I'll come back to it. Uh, let me show something else a little bit weird here. Um, not just weird because it's not shovelware, but here's something I I don't know if I've ever seen talked about, honestly. So uh, rare game alert, I guess. Um, so this is interesting. This is uh, a version of Rage 2 only released... Uh, as a pre-order in Canada. So, yeah, this is interesting. So apparently the backstory behind this is... I'm taking that out of the cover to make it a little bit less of a glare. The story here is, um, I guess that Walmart apparently outed Rage 2 as like a pre-order on their website before um, Bethesda had the chance to announce it. So... Um, they had this placeholder image of just a black box with a PS4 logo with a Rage 2 and like Arial font or whatever. It looked just like this. Um, and then uh, on, on social media, um, Bethesda was like, well, thanks for outing that Walmart. Like you actually, they actually called it out, called it out. Um, but then as like, you know, to go along with the joke as a pre-order bonus, if you pre-ordered Rage 2 at Walmart in Canada, you would get an alternate cover with the fake placeholder cover on the real cover. And here they are calling out um, the wrong font. And on the back of it is the social media post uh, where they outed it and they called it out. I love that. It's, it's, it's like an FU to Walmart edition. <laughs> it, it basically is. But then Walmart went, went ahead with it and they sold it. So... You can only get this by pre-ordering it before it came out in Walmart, Canada. So that's my weird, um, you know, educational thing. For Any of you guys played Rage 2? I really enjoyed the first one. I just haven't given the second one a go yet. Not yeah. I should have come So I go with some... Okay, so I'm going to turn through cover apps for me. And for me, it's Tokyo 2020... The alternative cover. This is not just an alt cover. This was the 2019 press, so the pre-COVID version of the game. And it also it has only been released in Asia, 
Japan and Asia. And for a while, it has been a really rare collectible and whatever game because everyone thought that maybe the, the, the Western version wouldn't come out and everything. So they they put it out with the same name, but different cover. So this is the original press. I don't know if the vanilla code is something somehow different or whatever, but it was an interesting game. This is the English version, so it's also even harder to find, but interesting piece, at least of history. <laughs> I agree. I pre-ordered that one for the same reason. Once <clears> I found <throat> out the um, Olympics was cancelled, however, that game was still getting released. Yeah. I'm like, well, this is going to be interesting. What if... You know, I, I wouldn't have, you know, I didn't think they were going to redo the Olympics a year later and, and put the game I, out. I, I, and I did the same. The weirdest part is the game, the remake's called the Olympics 2020, even though it was 2021. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> did they just have copies ready and they didn't want to reprint them? <laughs> they still called the Olympics in 2021 the Olympics 2020. The actual yeah, and the exact same reason was it because that, they the already brand. had all the merchandise and everything made up and they just didn't want to redo it all. Yeah. <laughs> I, th I thought about actually pulling this. I have the same exact variant that you just showed, Nicola, and I thought about showing it for the same reason. I think that they did add an additional game. I could be wrong about this. I got to confirm because I have the, the later version next to it on the shelf. But I think they did add one more Olympic game to the game itself that maybe was available as a, an update to the version that you just showed that's on disc, I want to say, in the other one. I haven't picked up the other one yet. I've only got the one that Nicolo showed. Uh, I'll, I'll show the next one, guys. Um, so this next one, if you go back to like 2016, 2016, this is the most expensive PS4 game. It was like $400. Um, it was crazy. Um, and you guys probably, if you if you know, you know what it was. It's not expensive anymore. It's Toro. Um, so this was a Spanish exclusive. Um, it was a weird game. Like, so this is a bullfighting game. I've played it. It's terrible. Um, I would call it like a bad PS2 game. Um, basically, it's bullfighting. You've got to get the bull to come towards you, and it, it, it's absolutely awful. However, at the time, it only received a certain amount of copies. Um, and then being like um, a weird Spanish game, there was like six or seven of them. This was like the weirdest, um, most obscure, I would say. And because of that, like people wanted to own it. And this quickly went from being $100 to like $400 in the matter of two or three years to the point where Rico Technology reprinted them. Um, and they reprinted like thousands of them. So this went from $400 to like $50 in the matter of weeks. Um, yeah, it was the real first PS4 game that I was aware of that got like a mass reprint because it was expensive. Like that's common practice today with Video Games Plus. But um, yeah, and I, and I think like you can understand the logic behind it. This company like oh look at our game on ebay for this price we've got the license why don't we just print more copies and you know they probably expected the game to have high popularity and demands uh, which is you know part of the reason behind the reprint where most of the copies are just people you know wanting the expensive game because it's expensive <laughs> um, I, I, question to you guys did you own this game prior to the reprint or afterwards? No. 
afterwards. I have the reprinted one because it's the, the one with the yellow text, less bright, so it's the print. Yeah, so like I, I used to own both, and when you compared the two, the font was different, um, especially like down here, one was bold and one wasn't. It, it'd be hard to tell comparing mine and Nicolo's, but like having the two side to side, you could like slightly tell. I were like absolutely no price difference between the first and the second print. No one, no one's really caring about that in PS4, which is quite interesting, especially with the grading market being so big. I think people might care about prints later on down the line. I, mean, I was considering that game. I was talking about it with a couple of friends this morning, and uh, it was one on eBay for fifty bucks plus fifteen shipping from Spain. I looked it up on eBay. I wasn't, you know, I'm, I'm not going to grab that, but three bucks digitally if you want to play it. The only reason I wanted to play it is uh, I'm a you fan of an, I'm a, I'm a fan of animal abuse, so you know. Uh, <laughs> no, I said to myself, you know, I'm going to go for the platinum in this. Nah. And it was terrible. And I failed one of the missions, and I'm not playing that again. That was so bad. Yeah, I did the same. It's horrible. Now uh, I'm gonna go real quick. Uh, I uh, I bought the, I bought this game in anticipation of of this episode, and I was like, okay, I gotta find a game that neither Jason or Nicola have, have uh, shown on uh, on Facebook yet. Yeah, so I, I one, one popped up. This one came from England. A friend of mine bought it for me. Jamie Parks. Hats off if he's listening. Uh, it took a month to get here because I guess the Royal Mail suffered a cyber attack. But whatever. Uh, finally, it, it arrived today uh, after a month. And uh, that game is uh, Nippon Marathon. Uh, you guys, if, you, if either of you guys seen this game, or you know anything about this game? I got the platinum for it. Oh, you do? <laughs> it's a lot it's, of fun. It's really yeah, it's actually fun. very good. Yeah, yeah, it's a, you, you run around in a supermarket. I guess it's like a supermarket race. You, you no, it's around. Takashi's Castle. What? It's like what? Takashi's Castle. Have you ever so, seen that? Yeah, the the uh, the, uh, the weird Japanese game where it, people it's a obstacle course. Do, yeah, obstacle, stupid obstacle course. Yeah, I, I I love that show. Actually, it's pretty good. But uh, yeah, they they renamed it Wipeout in here in the U.S. and they tried to air it. But yeah, Nippon Marathon. Weird game. Um, yeah, I'll never play this thing. <laughs> yeah, you should. It's really, it's really funny. Yeah. yeah. The, the, this, is, this comes not from CEX, but a store called Game. That's the name of the yeah. store. Game.com. Game. And they do, uh, they, um, they do the same. They, they, it was GameStop sealed, if you know what I mean. So it just had a, had a, a sticker over the, the spine. And uh, yeah, I just tore that crap off, and uh, yeah, it's open. But yeah, uh, there you go, the Pond Marathon. That's my weirdo game. Well, we're uh, about six, seven minutes past the top of the hour. Um, let's do some, uh, let's do some memes, guys. You guys want to see some memes? I got some, uh, I got some memes loaded up here. <laughs> Big Z, uh, can, can, can you cue the uh, cue the uh, the video visual aid and the music? I know you, you've got a. I know it's a lot of scrolling for you. Like, come on, let's hear, let's hear that. Let's hear it's that. Uh, headphone oh, I love a it. headphone warning, guys.
I love it. All right. All right. First meme of the evening. Uh, there was a new um, PS5. Uh, finally, got a, a PS5 uh, lim- limited edition console coming out. And uh, it's for it's LeBron James, I guess. But no, screw that. Uh, I'll go for the Grogu uh, Mandalorian PS- Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> Is this Mandalorian Xbox? Is this even a real thing? I like the guy to why that looks really cool. The, I hope, yeah. to be Seriously. honest. Yeah, but, uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't do Xbox. But yeah, there we go. There's that way to start the PlayStation Collectors podcast off. <laughs> uh, this, this one I found. Uh, this credit to Chris Reader from the Game Junkies uh, Facebook group. This is his actual game that he purchased, and this is his. These are his actual words. Uh, Apparently, Jorge means business, and it says, Jorge, touch this tape, and you die. Uh, I guess Jorge didn't <laughs> like to share his games, but yeah, there's that. <laughs> oh, man. You used to work at a pawn shop, Figsy. I hope this one doesn't uh, hurt your feelings. Uh, but uh, the pawn shop, turning PlayStations into crack since 1995. And you can substitute crack for heroin or whatever your drug of choice is right there. <laughs> I mean, uh, hey, there's one one reason why I've got a PS4 collection the size of <laughs> working in a porn shop. Oh man! Uh, did you guys you guys any, you guys are aware of the latest PlayStation 3 update that dropped? Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I'm not sure what it did. I haven't updated mine yet. But um, well, uh, here's, here's here's when you update it, it'll tell you uh, it's time to buy a PlayStation 5. You bitch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there's that. Uh, this one comes from Figsy. <laughs> this is gonna upset some people. Uh, I've got a modded PS3. I can play every game. <laughs> There's that. Uh, let me see what else. I think every got. time I share my full PS3 set, I get someone saying that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like something similar. Uh, Jason, you inspired this meme, and uh, I'd like to thank you for yeah. Um, I, I actually posted it on your sales post. Uh, what? How much for the game? Uh, PM for price. I don't want a PM. How much? PM for price. How much is the game? <laughs> it's funny because I have that game in in the stack to, to show you guys today. Oh, okay, we're gonna see it. Oh, cool. Uh, what else we got yeah, here? Uh, me that grew up on SNES and PS One. Uh, kids on Reddit uh, saying thirty. 30 frames per second games are just unplayable. <laughs> People like to complain. I got, yeah, there are a lot of idiots on Reddit, but uh, yeah, there you go. Um, all right, I have one hour to play. Bam, 40 oh, gigabyte yeah. update. No, that one's, uh, that one hurts. It's true. I can relate that to that more a few years ago when my internet was a bit slower. And it was like, all right, I've just finished work. I've got a new game. Up to, all right, I'm going to bed because. My only chance of playing this is when I go to bed now and wake up like two hours before work. Yeah, man, I can't tell how many times I try to get on PUBG and uh, the new update, new season takes a good hour. It's like, screw this. Uh, me, uh, what's your favorite PlayStation game? Them, Call of Duty. Oh, <laughs> it hurts. Yeah, it hurts. There's uh, what the hell's his name? Having a panic attack on the Last of Us show. Good show. Are you guys watching the show? Not yet. I haven't. No. Yeah, I started. It's not bad. Um, Catholic Church introduces Waria. 
the evil counterpart to Mary. I got a lot of memes left over from the past couple weeks. Just can't can't count and this is gold. Bro. So I'm, I'm just going to keep uh, spitting them out here. Let's see what else we got. Uh, what is this? I can't even see this. Let's find out what this is together. Oh, yeah. This is the DK oldies. Uh, <laughs> when you order a game, you get... Uh, you get to you get to clean it up yourself. Is basically you get the dusty saying. controller and the dust <laughs> The dusty controller, uh, it can it can air, canned air, uh, some uh, thermal paste and some what is that? Red uh, ring Xbox Three Sixty and a red ring of death Xbox Three Sixty. <laughs> yeah, DK oldies. The people are still dunking on them. It's just the it's like the news story that won't die. But, it's uh, it's not even video game. It's gone into like um toxic youtube culture that like call people out and cancel people they're like now talking about dk oldies and yeah, everybody's talking up oh my god i just stabbed a parking attendant <laughs> I like this one. where's the button to turn myself in that's my best pink <laughs> hill i don't know if you guys uh have king of the hill in your country but uh yeah there's that and let's see uh got one more for you when you're playing a game, it starts skipping dialogue and cutscenes. Uh, I don't know who I am. I don't know why I'm here. All I know is that I must kill. Is that a, that's the PUBG helmet, isn't it, Pigsy? Uh, I think it might be one. Yeah, of them, the yeah. level three helmet. Yeah, there you go. But there's that one. Oh wait, I got one more. Oh, where is it? Here we go. Your crush, your ex, her sister, her father, her brother, and uh, there's you. You're the Xbox. These are all. <laughs> playstation exclusive yeah this 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 uh this this meme thing doesn't work too good good for people not watching on youtube so go watch us on youtube if you want to catch the memes but uh ladies and gentlemen uh, that has been this uh this week's uh sec uh, installment of meme time so there we go you were listening on spotify guy that wasn't very funny yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think i got through them all yeah i don't think i have any left over yeah we're, we clean them so all next up. week i won't be scrolling for half an episode <laughs> <laughs> thanks well. Mean, yeah, no mari breaks the reappearance yeah and it's the only way of more is bring i'm not bringing uh, things that game is it's just too heavy to bring <clears> up and down the stairs so i'm gonna leave that one downstairs <laughs> It All almost right. comes into the category of uh, exotic PS4 games. You think so? <laughs> exotic. Mm. I was. Well, well, what what genre would you call it? That. Like um, an emo genre? Is that? A... Uh, is he, uh, well, I could. I guess it could be emo. Uh, you guys got to drop it in pal territories. Is this uh, at the end of the month? Don't you, Nico? Yeah. Are you are you good, are you going to grab another copy? No. I'm good, with, I'm good with the with the good old years or B copy. Are we sleeping uh, outside of EB Games, waiting for the launch? There, there will be lines. Uh, did I play a more? Don't don't ask me silly questions. Of course not. I don't play video games. <laughs> That's a lie. Well, we. Oh uh, yeah. Well. No, I just I, I put my kid on and let him play while I leave the room and do other <laughs> and have the headset on. Oh man, the fishing is hard. But anyway. <laughs> so where were we? Where we leave off at? Uh Jason. Jason was gonna show the next one. What you got for us today? Well, let's see. Okay. Um I've got some weird variants. Uh so not necessarily super valuable or anything, just hey, did you know this exists? I, I find it interesting because it's not really 
widely. I wanted to say reported on, but who would be reporting on variants? I'd probably no one. Anyway, um, so this is the, the normal, at least ESRB version of Monkey King. Hero is back, which is a great title in itself. But what's interesting is, um, so it's got Chinese kind of in the in the title, right? Just as like a decorative choice in, in English-speaking territories. But what's interesting is that in Region 3 in Hong Kong, where they, you know, clearly speak Chinese and English, they they removed the Chinese. So hmm. an interesting choice for a territory where they speak a lot of Chinese. So I guess that, you know, the decorative novelty of it um, wasn't so novel in Hong Kong, and they actually got rid of the Chinese on the cover. So I think that that's very interesting. There's also a Region 6 in, in China that kept the Chinese because they primarily speak Chinese, I've heard, in China. So... <laughs> They speak Chinese in China. Who thought? You know what they call Chinese food in China? Food. Uh, no. It's just you know called food. It's called food. I, I thought dogs. <laughs> I, I got a theory on that question. Um, is that game just in English? Is it in Chinese as well? The Chinese um, version. It's, it's actually in English um, in the in the region three version too. Okay, so my theory would be, if they were to have sold it with Chinese in region three, people would have bought it. And got disappointed if it wasn't in Chinese and they got an English version. So maybe that's why they removed it. I think it's in both, though. It's in, yeah, it's in English and Chinese. So I could see what you're saying, but they're both on disc. So, or, or, or maybe yeah, it's the, the, the thing that is written on the cover is something like Table Kitchen or something like that. No. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or, no. or maybe it's Cantonese or something else. But um, like there, there might be a logical reason behind it, but you can, it you can. You can always assume it says "kill all the white man." Just, just yeah, just, just go with that one. I assume that's what it said. So yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> that's my choice. So I go with a kind of cover variant too, but this is not a cover variant. I would go with this one, Earth Slash, and you say, "Okay, uh, what's special about this? This is a normal game, but as you can see, there's something missing." This is a pal copy, but they forgot to put the Peggy on that. This is one of the four, at least to my knowledge, misprints in Italian copies, because this, this is an Italian one, of course. And this is missing the logo. There's also a couple of other games. I think one is Ground Dog Days, and one other is, can't remember, but not in Italy. Those are UK copies. In Italy, we also have a Borderlands 3 without the title on the spine. Same for Sonic Boom, um, Sonic Forces, sorry. And a Bulletstorm full clip edition without the PS4 logo on the spine. What's interesting is that this is the first print because there's a second one with the logo, also for the Italian copies, while uh, this also the same for Sonic uh, Forces, but for Borderlands 3, the first print is correct. The second one is missing the title on the, on the spine. <laughs> and apparently in Italy, we don't have any exclusive games, but we made our limited editions for both things like <laughs> the, the Batman's one or just fucking up things. Hey, Nicola, there's no, uh, there's no publisher logo on there either no, there's no there's nothing they they just forgot to add things to the lower part of the template it's so, like on it's like on ps3 when um, the worms uh trilogy they forgot to delete the 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 title 
of the template. So it's it says title. There's but, the, yeah. there's the logo, and on it there's title with a question mark. <laughs> <laughs> just just on the um things that are missing logo. So obviously I collect Australian Pal, and I have all my games laid out Australian Pal first. So of the thousand or so I've got, four of them don't have the Australian Pal logo on the spine. But then you flip the front cover on, and the ratings on the spine. So like. These ones do have the ratings on the front. Are they like technically misprints? <laughs> and it's really weird titles too. They only have one print of them. It's just like um, the company made a mistake and they're like, oh, well, it's a game that no one's going to buy. So just put it out anyway. <laughs> yeah. Next uh, next game I have, uh, I think you, you showed this one before, Nicole, I believe, when you're on last. Uh, this is Chicken Police uh, Paint It Red. This game is weird because uh, it's got chickens in it and police. This is as, this is as close this is as close to cockfighting as you're gonna get on the PS4. Uh, also, uh, it's got some furry elements in there. See, she's dressed like a kitty cat. Um, are you looking for yours? <laughs> no, uh, I'm looking for something similar but worse. This is, this is basically uh, this is basically. Uh, like a, a detective noir title. Um, I, I sat and I watched the whole playthrough so I could Sorry. Pret- pretend that I actually played it. You know, it's, uh, it's a point and click. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Chicken Police. Rated highly. Everybody loves it, it seems, according to the uh, according to these grades here. I got it because it was cheap. Uh, cheap, and uh, it turns out it's still cheap. You can go find this in GameStop for less than 10 bucks right now. But anyway, yeah, there you go. Chick- Chicken Police, paint it red. If you like your noir detective uh, stories, this is it, but with farm animals. What you got for us, Figzo? Um, well, I'm going to go down the other end and pull out some expensive titles because um, I think they're worth talking about in a video like this as well because uh, games are expensive for a reason, and this one in particular, um, like it, it's probably the most expensive PS4 game because copies have sold graded for $10,000. Um, of course, I'm talking about Fortnite, uh, not Poop Slinger. Um, so if you, if you check grading websites, I think one sold for $11,000 last year, US, uh, which I believe is higher than the highest Poop Slinger sale. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but that was a sealed 9.8 graded water copy, so you could argue blah, blah, blah. But it's, it's just absolutely insane to me that a game like Fortnite has become so expensive. Now... We do know the backstory on this. Uh, so this physical release actually came out before Fortnite. It was released with a game called Build the World. Now, Build the World was a standalone game um, that was available through this. I think it was like $50 on the store. Um, but with Build the World, they put out a side free DLC called Fortnite, which was the Battle Royale, which everyone became aware of. Um, the thing that made this so expensive not just being a physical copy but it's also got some exclusive download codes i'm assuming they're for skins that were only available in like season one these codes alone sell for thousands of dollars on the internet it's because you can you can uh mine the um, v bucks yeah oh wow Uh, it comes into this whole like market of um online skins and secondary things like that, which is technically illegal, but people get around it by just obviously hiding it. 
Um, so on the back of that and collectors and the grading scene, like graded copies of this are selling for thousands of dollars. Uh, even used copies, you're looking at like minimum $200 regardless of where you are in the world. Some regions are way more expensive. I just, I just think it's so interesting that a game like this has become so expensive for reasons that are outside of like video game collecting. You know, it's weird. You post that in any any Facebook group, and there's always at least four or five dickheads. That game's not worth crap. It's free to play. It's free. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that one before. For the record, the the name of the game is Save the World, uh, I believe. Pixie. Yeah, but uh, work. I'm not, uh, yeah, I had that game in my hands. It was for 50 bucks. And, but the, the cover, it was, it was opened. The cover was water damaged. And, you know, obviously, it obviously, it, and it obviously didn't have the codes with it. So I was like, you know, I'll just, I'll just pass. I left it on the shelf. But, uh, yeah, that's a weird one. You know, what's terrible is that I, I, so they had done the first print, I remember, and it, and it sold out. And then, you know, the demand was building. And they did a second print in the US. And I actually had a pre order in, it was like back order, but Amazon US was taking back orders for the reprint. And I placed an order. And I stupidly thinking, oh, this is just going to be a, a widespread print because Fortnite's getting so popular. I canceled my pre order. So I couldn't have had a sealed copy. And, uh, uh, now I don't, and I regret that. I have an open copy with used codes, but that's my story of I almost had a sealed for me. <laughs> the one that got away. We all got those stories, man, and they hurt. They hurt to recount. <laughs> At the end of the day, Jason, if you were going to keep it, the codes would never get used, so there's no difference to having it. So. Absolutely true. <laughs> and just before we get on to the next one, um, I complimented your shirt before we started. Jason, I've noticed it reminds me of the Battleborn logo. <laughs> I'm getting those vibes. Really I can cool. see that. Strength. The font does look like that. Yeah, like I got this at, I, I think, PlayStation Experience or PlayStation Expo. I think it's Experience. PSX, that uh, event that they held in Anaheim a couple times. And they, they sold like exclusive shirts and that kind of thing there. Battleborn's going to be a game that collectors buy for the case because it's going to be like 10 cents a copy in the future. <laughs> Which is pretty sad, really, that like um, you know games are getting made to copy other games. Like it, it was made to copy Overwatch, and they just pushed it out in weeks because oh, Overwatch is big. Quick, quick, get it out. We need people buying our skins, and you know we need to get into this revenue. And they just pushed out a game that you know didn't even work. Servers, I believe, aren't working to uh, shut down today. Yeah, Overwatch Two is taking over. I got I got an Overwatch physicals sitting there collecting space on my on my shelf i want hey, whatever it is what it is now a little bit off topic but um taking speaking of games taking over counter-strike's taking over again which is fucking awesome being a like og counter-strike fan um so counter-strike right now is like most popular it's ever been and it's you know a game that came out 20 years ago <laughs> is it 20 years old really well, so Counter-Strike, the current version, came out in 2012 or 2013, but then it was CS Source and CSGO or something, and Counter-Strike and Counter-Strike Source, and then they merged into CSGO. Yeah, so the game's been around for like 20 years. Um, back to PS4. Uh, who was next? <laughs> Jason's up next. What you got for us, Jason? Uh, so speaking of... Well, I'm going to continue with the variance kind of trend. So I, I did watch... Um, 
Figsy, the the complete PSVR set episode that you did a couple days ago, which was very cool. I remember, um, I don't know if it was you or your guest who had mentioned the Kickstarter variant of Tokyo Chronos, which started as a, a Kickstarter and then limited run um, had it as a slightly wider run. So this is the common white version, but I wanted to also bring on the Kickstarter black Oh, coat. that's cool. Yep. So not like $10,000 valuable, but this is like around 150 or so on eBay. I think there's only one last time I checked. Um, Those are both the SRB? Yep, ESRB. Both limited run, actually. So, yep. Um, there it is. But again, to get the first one, you had to buy it through the Kickstarter, not through limited run? Correct. Yeah, you had to back it on Kickstarter, and they they shipped it first through the Kickstarter, and then I think like a month or two later they did the the um, the limited run open pre order or whatever it was. Yeah, it's a pretty game. So, I would love to go with an expensive one, but I don't have any. <laughs> at least anything. That at least I not yet. <laughs> Maybe in a few years. Something that I haven't shown before, like the Nightfall or whatever. I, I could show this one, but I know this could trigger someone, but whatever. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> so is, it, is, with... is, is that the most expensive game in your set? No, it's Gene Rain. Oh, okay. The most expensive oh. one. P- P- Gene Rain? PS4? Yeah. The I don't have out that so probably yeah. I yeah, I already had it out so yeah that's the one that that you oh put yeah, in. yeah 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 the uh, Chinese exclusive yeah. yeah exactly I've shown already the two other Chinese exclusives so I'll go with this one that was kind of popular back in the day Super Candy Magic Zero this is a, actually an Italian game made by uh, a guy that used to write memes and comics on Facebook and whatever, they got really popular and started to make a game that is exactly like his, his cover, his comics and whatever. This is an RPG, the really stupid, really nonsensical. It should be, it been pretty, be pretty good. It also, uh, it only got a uh, release for some reason in Asia, even though being an Italian game. And this is the most difficult to find version because the full English one, both on the side, both on the on the cover and on the back one. This is full English with with no Chinese and whatever. Oh. And it has only been released to my knowledge in like Malaysia, Thailand, and some other Indonesia. Uh, country, Indonesia probably yes. But it's, it's really really hard to find without the Chinese font on the cover. I really, I really love a game with with no uh, age restriction badge, and yeah, that's, I mean, that's yeah, that's true. A lot of the Chinese games, some Chinese games do, some Chinese games don't. I don't know how or why they make those decisions, but that's what it's. It's it just looks good. In fact, I think they only put the age restrictions for the uh, mature games only whatever because i i have some of them and the only one with the age restriction is ghost runner that is 18 plus i can familiarize some ps3 games i've got with the m rating the asian ones but um a lot of like the mainland china games that don't have the english will have the ratings on them so maybe it's a um an asian thing in like southeast asia where they sort of have 
like Singapore and Hong Kong and um, Manila and Jakarta sort of have their own um, releases. Jason, you still got that Monkey King handy? I do. So one of them zero plus is that? That's, that's Korean. That's well, Korean. No, it's Hong Kong. Um, so Hong Kong. so Southeast Asia. Um, so Malaysia, Singapore, and Philippines. I think all of those territories have no rating kind of requirements to show on the box. So those will be totally clean and, and super keen. Magic Zero was at the title. That one um, that one comes from Southeast Asia, so there's no rating. So Monkey King, and also those are often full English, right? Either full Chinese or full English, or I think just full English, actually. Um, yeah, but so this Monkey King variant comes from Hong Kong. And so that's the Hong Kong rating system down there. Oh, look, he lifted up and can't see that. There we go. Yeah. Uh, have you noticed, um, and you might even realize this, um, if you buy a game from Play Asia, they actually put their own sticker on it, uh, huh. and it's a rating sticker on my phone. I had a copy of Lost in the Rain, like a you know, five dollars $700 game. It had a Play Asia sticker on it. I didn't realize it for years. And I bought another copy that didn't have the sticker, thinking it was a variant, only to be told that that was a sticker. <laughs> Do you mean that barcode sticker that covers the rating? Like where like it's in the is it on the plot? I'm sorry. It, it, it's on the artwork. I'll I'll send you a photo after the um podcast. I'll have to go and find one. But um, you, you'll see it and be like, oh wow, like that's on thousands of my games. I'm like, <laughs> so I player. think that would be to combat, um, you know, getting in games without ratings, and then okay, well, it needs the rating to be sold in this country, so we'll put this thing on it and certain things like that. Hey guys, just a little bit off topic. I wanted to um bring attention to a question from chat uh, so mark was saying final fantasy 16 will not be getting a ps4 physical release has there been any indication when the, the ps4 library will be finalized um i wasn't even aware of that i think that's really interesting yeah i had heard that when's final when's it when's it dropping i'm assuming in the next two years or so but um like to even announce that they're not going to release it on ps4 says to me they're designing the game to run on the ps5 not to run on the ps4 which as a gamer i'm glad that's awesome you know i'm, I'm gonna play final fantasy 16 i, I want i got a ps5 i'd love to play a game that you know can't run on a ps4 because it's using the ps5 to its capacity i wonder if it'll be available on digitally for ps4 hmm. we'll see I haven't played a Final Fantasy game since the first 15 minutes I put into seven. So who cares what I think about it? <laughs> On Final Fantasy, guys, there is a big um, news, <laughs> I guess, section that happened this week. Um, let, let's let's counter that into the um, PlayStation Collectors Podcast news because um, that's what well, it is. The PCP <laughs> news. Let's go. What's, uh, so what the I wanted to talk about the Final Fantasy 1 to 6. Uh, HD collection for PS4. Um, so it was announced at like midnight for um, the Power of North American regions. It sold out in minutes. Um, you make me laugh, Will. And then Play Asia <laughs> announced a version that was actually cancelled. Uh, so I wanted to talk about this game. Um, I wanted to bring up a point that um, Square Enix are a company that like to make money. If they see that their product's getting sold on eBay, they'll make an announcement that they're going to reprint a certain amount of copies. So um, 
in my opinion, this collection is going to be available for a very long time through Square Enix. I would not be paying eBay prices. I want this game. I'm sure every single person listening to this podcast right now wants this game in their collection. Um, yeah, let me know it, you guys' thoughts on this one. It's also uh, currently available on uh, PlayAsia, if I'm not mistaken. It was uh, cancelled. The PS4. They've refunded really? everyone who purchased copies, and now it's only available on the Switch. They said a digital copy will still be coming. Mm, interesting. Oh wow. I would, I, I'd like it, but yeah, um, you're you're not wrong about Square Enix and their money grubbing. Hence, the PS1 versions of their some of their games still being available. Are are they still available, or is it is it are they done? Did they finally run through that stack? Do you know. You can go on their website and buy brand new PS1 games for Amer- American copies anyway. Mm, I still <laughs> like one. Uh, I just want did one. Did either of you guys pre-order the 1 to 6 no. collection? I did. I got. I, I was awake at the right time, and I got a pre-order in for the US version. Like I was a little bit skeptical, but it said limited, you know, limited print, won't be sold outside of the Square Enix website. So I actually did get a pre-order in. Um, nice man. The PS4 version, yeah. A lot of it was uh, quite an expensive release too. They sold it a hundred US dollars, I believe. It was like seventy-five or eighty US. I think it was eighty US dollars. It was something up there, yeah. So I, I was hesitant, but yeah. It you translated get six, to like hundred and thirty Australian or something ridiculous. Sorry, you well. get you get six games though, right? Yeah, yeah, but you're getting six like games that were made in the early nineties. <laughs> What they're they're remastered pixel games, yeah, right? Pixel remasters, no, but I mean they're, they're widescreen and all that. But I mean, yeah, they're they're old games, but these are beloved old games, so you can kind of see. I mean, Final Fantasy is Final Fantasy, and there are people out there who are going to freak out over it. So I'm not the the biggest Final Fantasy fan, but I am a PS4 collector, and I'm into limited, exclusive, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, so I went for it. Um, but yeah, I, I I kind of agree with you, Figzy, that you know. Square Enix definitely likes to make money. Like, I don't know why they they canceled the physical Asia retail release for PS4 when clearly there's a demand. So I would have to imagine that, you know, knowing what the demand is like, Square Enix would probably want to do limited reprints to meet the demand. I imagine they would say things like, hey, you know, due to unprecedented demand, we're going to do a limited amount more. Maybe they'll pre-sell out again, create more hype, and do another run. I imagine that's where it's headed, but you never know with with with, with Phoenix. Like, it, it's a mystery why they even canceled the retail release. I got a take on that. Um, so Square Enix have North American and they have a European branch. Have they got an Asian branch that you're aware of? Yeah, um, yeah they're another okay. company. So, yeah, but I mean, they also have like a an Asia, like a Southeast Asian kind of. I, I don't know if those are published out of the Japan branch, but they release Southeast Asian localized packaging and all that. Well, the reason I asked that was maybe the reason they cancelled it is because they've actually seen the demand behind this game and they didn't want PlayAsia getting a cut of it. And they want, if we cancel this, we can sell all the copies through our own website, which logistically from a business sense to shareholders (laughs) and saying things in meetings makes sense, you know. Yeah, I mean, if they intend to do more rounds of limited quote-unquote reprints, that would be a, a sound decision for that because I'm sure they do lose out to you know, the importing kind of market, you know, and, and PlayAsia and eBay and whoever else. So that, that does make total sense. Like they are limiting themselves to the, the local sales to Southeast Asian kind of residents in Hong Kong and other 
territories out there. But it could be that, yeah, the American and, and Western um, general, um, you know, kind of audience and, and collectors out there, it could be that, you know, the numbers just don't add up to release it there and go through this other kind of experimental rounds of pre-order kind of route instead. Nicolo and Will, did you want to add anything to those title? I want it, but no, I'm not going to pay... Uh, 60 is my limit for a new game, a new title. What, yeah, like I might open my wallet up because of what it is, but I'm nowhere near going to pay more than retail for that. Like I'm not going to be paying scalper prices. No, retail. Retail's, retail's moving closer and closer to 70. You know, it's going to become the new number. We, hey guys, I've got now, some more. Now in Europe, um, there's the retail price is 80 euros per new game. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's stupidly high. So I need to thank the um, viewers of this podcast. So last week I brought the attention of a eBay reseller that was selling reprinted fake games. Um, eBay have actually banned that seller. So thank you guys for reporting this guy. However, this guy has just jumped on another eBay account and he's selling the same games on another eBay account. Um, I've reported him, but I'm going to bring the account up again. Uh, so it's the exact same game I showed you guys last week. Blue Reflection Second Light. Um, this seller is now selling through another eBay account. The um, name is below, S-M-O-L-B-E-A-N-O. Um, this account, if you look through, every single game he's selling is fake. Um, he's selling games that had UK releases that didn't get released in Australia. He's making his own copies, reselling them. Uh, this is the third eBay account he's had now. So, um, yeah, if eBay aren't going to do anything about it, let's get the community behind it to ban these people. Like They shouldn't be out there. And again, thanks to everyone who's reported him in the past, and let's get him banned again. Small Beano. <laughs> oh, man. Takes all the time. Well, he's playing the shell game, and I'm pretty sure after this uh, next one gets uh, banned, it'll pop up another. But don't worry. We'll be. Well, I know that eBay will IP ban people at certain points. They'll go to the effort of like banning an address to the point where like you could sell a house and someone could buy it, and if it's on the ban list. Like eBay won't let that person take it over unless you've got like proof and everything. So, um, and the VPN like, gets you around that? Yeah. Probably yes. Probably you start using a VPN. <laughs> That's one. And uh... now I'm from Russia. <laughs> <laughs> That's one dedicated scammer. <laughs> Shit. But uh, no, I I don't have any stories for the news. But uh, yeah, get rid of that guy. Fuck him. As I wants to talk about another game, uh, is it? I think it's my turn, and uh, I, I this we'll have another round of games, and then we'll bring some um, homework in because we have a oh, yeah. really interesting question this week. I think new viewers are going to really love this one. You know, uh, we were talking about uh, how I was talking about how I love a game without a um, uh, age restriction, and uh, this one just came in today. Uh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do my best to to, to read it. In its uh, home language, this is Girls und Panza uh, Dream Tank uh, match, and uh, this is based on an anime. Uh, I, I think this is a, a, a Play Asia title, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I had this on my list forever, and I forgot about it. And someone reminded me of it, and uh, I just had to have it. But uh, yeah, basically, it's a uh, it's a tank battle. Um, and a bunch of girls each represent their uh, tank academy, 
and they just uh you know like like any high school uh any high school uh, collegiate or uh, uh, athletic event they just go head to head and they just uh, blow each other up and uh, in their tanks and whatnot but these are like <clears> world <throat> war world war ii tanks uh, i believe if i'm not mistaken so they got tanks from world war one world war ii and uh just go out there and blow each other up i'm actually going to play this one because uh, i really dug the anime hopefully the uh, i got some uh I got some 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 pretty uh, DLC. Hopefully, I can get to uh, a frilly new skirt or something. We'll see. But there you go. It's giving me like um, Valkyria Chronicle vibes. Right now, um, it's a no. It's it's. It, I wouldn't say it's an RPG. It's it's just tank battle. Like you you're, you you know you've seen World of Tanks, right? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Same shit, but throw 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 some anime girls from uh, from a, a, a tank fighting academy in there and uh yeah good with some panza it has my accent on that nico i mean uh, you, you're the closest thing we got to germany in <laughs> you gotta be probably uh even harder like and now that we got every german viewer angry we can go on <laughs> so uh, i'm gonna talk about a game that it was actually done by through limited run games, but isn't technically part of the limited run set. Which, as that the statement alone is weird. Like they make their own games that aren't part of their set. It's like you know, what's the even point behind this? Um, if you go on their website today, you can order like you know 30, 40 games. Only ten of them are going to be limited run games. The rest of them will be done by someone else, but sold through their store. Uh, but this one here was an April Fool's joke, which is weird. So. It, technically was done through them um so it is green lava studios volume one doesn't even have a publisher on the front really weird um now the reason i bought this one is because i've got the platinum for this game uh so this includes three games my name is mayo my name is mayo 2 and the massage so in the trophy hunting community at least a few years ago my name is mayo was definitely renowned as like the easiest platinum uh, it was almost like a meme, which is, I think, why this was then an April Fool's release. Oh, excuse me. And it was followed up a year later, which I believe Jason's going to show you guys, volume number two. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, so um, just a really, really weird game that got a physical release. Like, you know, these games aren't worth 99 cents, let alone 30, 40 bucks that you're paying for a copy. So I, I do a volume two on my shelf, but I do not have it in my stack. But it is interesting that you point out, you know, the limited run, um, like how you, you were saying that, you know, there are so many games on limited run games website that are it's on the back cover. Exactly. So you still see the name. Not on the side. Exactly. Yeah. So it's weird. Like there's layers, right? There used to just be numbered limited run releases and they're all numbered on the spine. And then there was the distribution line where, um, you know, they're saying that they're, they're selling them on the behalf of other publishers. But even when they do that, I think in almost every case, they're still pressed by a limited run. So they're all still limited run, which is kind of funny in the end. But then there's a whole nother layer um, where they say that, you know, they're, they're selling, um, guest releases, you know, or whatever it is that they're distributing. Like in the case of Shenmue 3, um, it really was uh, a deep silver press disc that they put in their collector's edition. But in other cases, it's a little bit murkier. So I kind of want to show you a couple interesting examples there. Uh, 
Let's see. Sorry about that. I thought I had it closer, but here they are. Okay. So they've got like a, an agreement or a, a distribution arrangement with Wired Entertainment or Wired Productions right now. So they had previously done, Wired had previously done um, a couple titles, Deliver, Deliver Us the Moon and Those Who Remain. So these were at retail in the U.S. Um, before Cal had retail releases as well. Exactly. So these had retail releases. These are the retail releases, actually. But um, then they said, hey, we're going to sell titles on, on Wired's behalf on their website. And they sold what looks like the same releases for the most part, right? Except they're not. Um, so it's interesting. So the retail releases in the U.S. had French and English. You could see easily from the ratings, right? So these are the retail versions. The limited run versions were English only. And if you look at the back, they're pretty much identical. But there is the tiny limited run logo that they had. So yeah, bring it up that increases the price by like 30 bucks, guys. <laughs> Basically. So, I mean, these are kind of going for the same price right now on eBay, at, uh, to be honest. But it's interesting. They're, they're, they're not the same. They're very incredibly similar, but they're not you the bring same. It, bring it up a little higher. There, there you go. So which one is yeah, the one that's slightly different? So. Exactly. Which, one would you, which one would you say the one is are the ones to chase for the collectors out there? It's it's tough to say. Like I would probably say the limited run versions. I can't imagine they had pressings of more than a thousand because these were pre-existing games, um, and they probably didn't even all sell through on the site. Um, but they're probably about equal, to be honest. It's just interesting from a collector standpoint for me, at least that like these pointless variations exist of games that were already out for maybe a year or so at that point. Um, and one more I want to add to that is Tetris Effect. It's another. Uh, it's another one that was already. I'm sorry, I'm bundling these all together. They just kind of all blend in my mind. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah. It was already out for, you know, I want to say close to a year or so. And then they did a limited run version, not a numbered release, the same exact game, except it's the limited run pressing of the same exact game. There is like a hollow foil kind of insert. I doubt this sold well because anybody who wanted it at that point probably already got it. But yeah, the, not the same, but the same. Um, so for variant chasers, I would say seek these out. Um, they're not necessarily at this point worth more one versus the other, but in the end, I think you'll find, like at least in the case of Tetris Effect, there's going to be fewer out there with the limited run pressing since there was really no justifiable reason to do one. Jason, while we're on the limited run topic, I haven't pulled these games out, but um, there's... um different king of fighter releases that limited run did one of them is part of the limited run set the other one's not it's the same publisher like like where's the consistency there like it's the same game i i remember buying this other one and i was so surprised that you know all my limited run games in a row i'm like i, I got this king of fighters one i bought the other one and it didn't have the number on the spine like it's very confusing what, yeah what year is that king what year King of Fighters? I'll, I'll grab the map, but while I'm doing that, do you want to show another one, Nicola? Okay, I, yes. About the limited run, I was thinking about um, where the water tastes like wine. It is distributed by uh, limited run on behalf of PM publishers. 
And I think it's a game that only at this point has only been released through limited run outside. Like there's like two K copies. I think that those that was will be going to be pricey in the future because nobody's getting that game. So kind of strange. I'm just going really quick to the the one that I needed to get once you show will showed the chicken police because that. Talking about chickens and talking about Funbox, we also have this beautiful <laughs> game right here that is Chicken Range. This is um, this is a, a flash game from the early two thousands, and That's what it's it looks really like. terrible. You can see also the the details like what the fuck they inverted the two languages and they merged the they don't they don't even. The, the, the effort to, to make it like Spanish and Portuguese is the same. Yeah, it's not the same. Day. Also, the same flag and whatever. But um, what I really wanted to share is another really hard to find version of a game. Like we all we we already shown the the Peggy uh, Nightfall, the Peggy um, uh, Space Blades. They're really hard to find. And thanks to Chris Cedo to pointing this out for me. This is Lori Coaster Tycoon Joyride. It's a game that I've just heard about, never seen an actual copy. And if you look online, there's only uh, US copies for like cheap. This is a uh, PAL, PAG, um, or whatever, PAL copy. <laughs> and this is really strange because it's multi-language. There's uh, English, French, Spanish, German, and Italian. And it's pretty much random because this box is in French, this box is in German, something around here is in Italian, something is just in English. It's really random. I love it. And this has been pub technically published by Atari, but distributed by Big Ben, that is a French um, the publisher. For some reason, they it's a publisher that published all over Europe. So you can find Palita, Palesp, French, French copies, German copies, whatever, only like for the tennis game, for the WRC games. For this, for some reason, they decided to, to do something really old style with both the ratings, all the languages, whatever, but releasing this game probably only in France with a stupidly low print run because I couldn't find any copies online outside of this one. And the disc is also a full PAL disc. So it's kind of strange. This is a really hard to find variant right now. So it I, almost looks again. like a collector's edition with the multiple regions on the front. Yeah, but it's a standalone. It's a standalone release. The only other mm. game that I could find with this uh, kind of release, a couple of other really small releases that are these two, Everrich, Project Eden, and Numantia, always, also from Reco Games Technologies, the one from behind Toro, are the only ones I could think of with the double rating on the front. And they, look at the inconsistencies, there's a big <coughs> space between the yeah. ratings on big one space and the other. What, what kind of game is Numantia? That looks interesting. Numantia. Numantia is um, gladiators. Uh, no, it's um, it's a strategy game, but kind of 
old style with Roman empires and, and barbarians. It's also the only PS4 game from History Channel. Well, on saw, PS3 just... there are something like five yeah, or five, right? something like that. Oh, I saw that History Channel. That's nice. Hey, well, we before get... we get into our homework, I just wanted to show those King of Fighters games. <clears throat> yeah, I, I would like to see them because I'm looking for King of Fighters games. Um, so this is the one that was part of the limited run set. This was a, actually a PS2 game, which was a, re a really expensive title. So I was glad to um, have bought the PS4 physical. It's the King of Fighters collection, the Orachi Saga. And it is number 274 of the limited run set. Uh, so this one includes five King of Fighters games. It's 94 to 98. So it's really good value for money if you're a King of Fighters fan. And then they made a physical of 2002. So I'm like, sweet, I can add this to the collection too. But no, this is not a limited run game. Even though they did it through their website, it's an SNK title. So like, where's the consistency? Like, It's the same SNK, like, you know, it makes absolutely no sense to me. And being a company like Josh and Doug are collectors, we know that, you know, most of their stuff should be made for collectors. Like, there shouldn't be inconsistencies like that. That annoys me as a collector. <laughs> you know, I think that part of what it may be is that Pix and Love had their own edition of it for Europe, which um, we've sold on the Pix and Love website and was also sold, I think, like on Amazon and, and regular retail channels through Pix and Love. So I think that that could have something to do with it. Um, you know, because I know that Josh has been pretty open about not wanting to add titles, even though he's, he's, contradicted himself in this area he, he said before he hasn't wanted to add titles to the numbered collection which um is available through other publishers physically and so that might have had something to do with it i know that like asterisk 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 lots of asterisks yes <laughs> many asterisks i think it's like when he's afraid of being called out on social media like picks and love is like you know the european equivalent you could say in some ways to to to, to someone who only collects north american games like it is an exclusive limited run game, but then like to someone else who's collects worldwide stuff, it's not. So I, I can't understand that point. But then when you get stuff like that, it just doesn't really make sense. You know, There's if you're getting one series, games. keep the series all the same or don't. <laughs> yeah, I about just... this, there's a ton of games that uh, had received and limited run release, but it's also available retail in some other country in the world. Maybe it's just little single country like japan germany france whatever but there's a ton of games that are limited and then just a retail somewhere somewhere in the world yeah gentlemen we've got another section on this podcast um this show's going a bit long it's been heaps of fun but let's get into some homework so i asked each of you guys a really interesting question this week and i will put it into chat and if you're watching this later on least let us know in the comments if you could bring one game or collection of games to be released as a physical title on PS4, it can be absolutely anything, what would it be? Um, so we'll start with Jason. What would your dream PS4 game be? So I'm going to cheat a little bit because my dream PS4 game does not exist in any form at this at this point. But I'm a, a big fan. I'm like a Sega fanboy. You know, like I grew up on the Master System, the Sega Genesis, the Game Pass. And when the Shenmue the re-announcement happened at the PlayStation press conference at E3 2015, 
I was actually in the audience and I was freaking thrilled. Like I was ecstatic. Like I can't believe there's a Shenmue three coming out. And I mean, they I backed it on Kickstarter. It was like one of the most successful Kickstarters. And then I think like twenty people bought it once it came out in stores. And then that killed all hopes of a Shenmue four, right? So everybody who wanted it backed it on Kickstarter, and uh, you know, then nobody bought it once it came out. And so my dream game would be Shenmue four. Um, probably no one's gonna you know make that based on the sales of Shenmue 3 but that's that's my choice i'm hoping there will be a kickstarter for Shenmue 4 everyone will back it and then it'll sell two copies once it hits retail <laughs> and you've got one of the two sealed definitely <laughs> no you got both of them one sealed and one to play sealed <laughs> <laughs> and i'll download it and Nikolai, what would your dream PS4 uh, game be? So for game? me, till I think one month ago, this would have been my choice because I would have never thought to own this physically at this point. I love this game, but this is not at this point the, the one I'd love. The one that like, I'd love is Jetspunk. I don't know if you ever heard about it or played it. It's a um, comedic, let's say, walking simulator adventure game that uh, it's a it's a big big parody of spy movies from the 60s especially James Bond with all the crazy stuff and but the 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 thing that is really really good for me is the humor it's like watching um uh, an episode of of family guy that that it's the rhythm of the jokes so like every 30 seconds there's something stupid something random something nonsensical happening and that's last for like two to three hours and it's always always funny what uh what what were these were the previous releases there ps2 these ps2 games ps3 ps1 this is, games uh, this one this is a ps4 one. Oh no i'm saying okay is is are there ps1 games of, of this uh series available or ps2 of jetspunk no no yeah. just just ps4 it's uh i think it was uh 2012 or something like that pc release then then got ported to the ps4 in a director's cut i haven't heard it before either yeah jets jets bank jets punk yes like cyberpunk but with jets oh jets okay okay jets well how about you if you could have any game physical on the ps4 you bring anything over what would it be yeah, there's lots of Batman games out there. I'm a huge Batman fan, in case you guys didn't know. Uh, I would like to see a Batman game based on the uh, animated series like we got on the PS2. Uh, I don't know if you guys watched the uh, Batman animated series, but uh, great, great piece of anima- uh, animation. Um, I would like one to see a game PS4 made in this style. Um, I just like, uh, I, I, I like Paul Dini. I like the whole, the whole thing, and... Uh, these are okay. I mean, they're they're decent titles, but uh, if they if you could if you could attach this art style to uh, an Arkham or uh, you know the Arkham type uh, titles, I think it'd be a, a knock a knock out of the park. I mean, Batman games are a dime a dozen these days, but uh, no one's done one in this style since PS2. So I highly uh, I wish I wish uh, I love I love the Batman animated series, but. Yeah, who are these made by? These are both the Ubisoft games. Yeah, that's, that's my wish. That's my uh, my hopes and dreams. What about you, Figsy? What do you got for us? Uh, so you know I love my 
collections and trilogies. Uh, so I'm bringing a PS2 classic getting remade on the trilogy for PS4. It's already available digitally, so this could actually happen. Um, I actually found a mock template that a fan made for the PS3, so I'm going to show you guys that. And it would be the Level 5 Studio Collection or um, Trilogy, which would be Dark Cloud, Dark Cloud 2, and Rogue Galaxy. Uh, so I have played this on PS4 uh, with trophies. Absolutely amazing to play some of my favorite RPGs again. But um, yeah, to own a physical copy, I would absolutely love that. So um, that's the first one that came to mind. Um, I mentioned this actual question to a few people, and um, I got some really interesting responses. Uh, you can certainly definitely think outside of the box for this. So I'm um, looking forward to seeing what um, people come up with in the comments later on. Is Rogue Galaxy part of the uh, Dark Cloud universe? Um, I'm not entirely sure. I know it's done by Level 5 Studios, uh, so it's the same people that made it. You guys will have to excuse me. I've, I got to go to the back. I'll be right back. Yeah, I will. Uh, so I'll show you guys another game while we're at it. Um, you, uh, Jason and Nicola, you guys might actually have this game or one of the games from this collection in your pile. Uh, it's a German game. Germany has so, so, so many games. Um, but the reason I want to talk about this is it kind of stems to a genre of games, which is like PC games from the 90s and the 2000s. Have so many games have been ported over to PS4. Uh, now, I do own Bridge Constructor like as a physical copy by itself. Um, it's an early PC game because I played it when I was in high school. <laughs> yep. Um, we've got a, a version with portals and constructor strides. Like, I mean, like this might be a little bit of fun, but it's certainly not worth paying more than a couple of dollars for if you just want it for an actual game. Um, <laughs> and there's so many different German releases like this. I just want to mention there's actually a Peggy only version of that one yep. too. Ooh, interesting. Yes. Oh, there's so a standalone versions of the of the, uh, at least the first one, the base game. There's a, also a standalone game. Yeah, yeah. The German yeah. standalone of the first one, I think, had a German retail, and it was sold on uh, as a Peggy through Game Fairy. Oh, nice. Okay. Ah, oh, Game Fairy had those packs that went around the yeah. cases yeah i know what you're talking about if you yeah. want if you we want to speak about uh, piggy releases of german games so there's also the the, the loophole the, the rabbit hole of uh austrian releases so they're kind of in german but they don't have the usk logo but the piggy one this is a rabbit hole that nobody wants to go and go down i mean so, aesthetically i prefer that so yeah you know th that's why many people is going down <laughs> that path so I, I think i'm up next um so this is interesting i didn't know about this for a long time so there had been um in most territories a collection of dead island one and two on uh in one packet right so in that package, there was Dead Island 1 on disk and Dead Island 2 as a download code in the same package. Um, but Dead Island uh, Rept Riptide was not available on disk. It was a download code only. But I didn't realize in Germany, they were available as a two-pack. 
So Dead Island Tide is on disc. Um, and they were sold in this kind of cardboard slip sleeve. And this was at a uh, retail in Germany, I think widely. That's Austria. 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 So I believe those actual type of cases, so they're, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, Italy, Spain, France, and Germany have releases like that. And they're not official Sony releases. They're done by a retailer that have too many copies of the game, so they put together their own packs and yep. sell them like that. I know like supermarkets and different game shops and stuff do yep. that. I've seen that before. Yeah, they, they do that at, like in Walmart and places out here too. But in this case, there, there was no other release of Riptide. So this is this is like a deep silver um, actual package yep. together kind of bundle. But I've seen what you're talking about, and it does look like one of those. About that, here in Italy, we have some, we have a different level of this kind of releases. There's a, there's a retailer that is making its own limited uh, collector's editions. I don't have one in, in on hand, but it has like the Rocket League Ultimate Collector Edition with the toy car, or a lot of uh, games like Hitman 2, Shadow of War, Shadow of Mordor, uh, MK11, with, with a t-shirt and something like it's not Sony official. It's just made by this retailer for some reason and whatever. Um, I'm going with, an, let's say, an old classic, something that, like Toro, has been through the, the roof, like for price and for, let's say, sought after, and but now nobody gives a fuck about that. Good old Demon Sage. This game. Peggy uh, copy. There's a German one as well. This I is a Peggy one. Yes, the German copy has been pulled. As I think it was the original press of the game. This has been pulled from the market, like before, even before eating it. I don't think uh, it ever sold like that. Appreciate and, it. Um, <clears throat> the um, raid. Really appreciate it, man. Hope you had a good stream. And um, for developer reusing assets for of a previous game, but with a different owner, something like that. And this has gone out of control while it was a German exclusive press. Then it came this one. This is the English one that I don't know if someone found a stash of this laying around. Now it's a 30 euro game, but... What's something interesting that I noticed way after? Oh, it's Funbox, of course. It <laughs> <laughs> must be terrible. <laughs> this has never been officially sold by Funbox, but it's pressed by, by Funbox for some reason. And you can only find it through uh, resellers on eBay. It has never been sold to official, let's say, market. But now it's kind of common, but it's still very interesting game, very interesting pace. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, with that one, they were using stolen game assets, like you were talking about, Niccolo. And, and it, so it didn't get released because of the stolen assets. I think it was digitally released, and the digital release was pulled. The retail discs were pressed, and they couldn't distribute them because of the legal issue. Um, and so that was when it was through Big Moon, the original publisher. And Big Moon went bankrupt. So someone, you know acquired those discs and i guess that they 
didn't worry about the legal hassle or maybe didn't apply to them anymore. I'm not sure. So yeah, it did get the, the kind of release you're talking about. But um, if you notice too, I, I've got the, the Peggy and the USK version here. And the, both of these are sealed, but neither of them have the official PlayStation seal on them. So like they were sealed by some other means. Yes. Very yes. Well, that's interesting. Are they Y sealed or are they hate shrink sealed or? They're Y sealed, they, but they're, yes, not, they're with, with not with the PlayStation strip. Okay. Like, cause it, if you look at um, a lot of Australian games, we have a mixture of Y sealed <clears> and then you've got the strip as well. So, but then I've, I've received games before and the plastic will be different. So like, it's okay. This wasn't done by the warehouse. Super weird. Yeah, but I think that that's what happened. Like someone did acquire their inventory and then they did whatever they did with it. I want to bring up uh, one of the most expensive retail games. Um, that, of course, is Godzilla. Um, now, this game has been expensive pretty much since day dot uh, for PS3 and PS4. A few reasons behind that. Uh, it was not a good game. So this did not sell very well. I obviously, didn't get a second printing or anything. Quickly after that, we have oh, fast forward a few years, uh, licensing issues and things have gone wrong and suddenly it's been pulled from stores. So the only way to get a physical copy is, well, a copy is to get a physical one. Um, since then, copies have consistently <laughs> been selling for 150 to 300 US dollars. I made a recent search on eBay and there were over 100 copies sold in the last 90 days for that price point between 150 to $400, which brings up some interesting points. This is not a rare game. Like, there's hundreds of copies online. Most people who have copies paid more than retail for them, so they expect a higher amount for their game. Um, like, if you are after this, just hold out because you're eventually going to come across one. It mightn't be retail, but it's going to be on that lower end of the 100 to $150 mark. Um, and that's an interesting point of, like, what makes a game so expensive? It's not a rare game. It, it's an expensive game. So, like, you know, it's such um, an interesting point. What do you guys think about that? I passed I passed on a $130 copy just four days ago. <laughs> I, I was like, no, I, I can't. I can't bring myself to spend that much money. But you're, you're not wrong. It's not. It's, it's readily available. If you want it, it's out there. You're just going to have to pay the price. It, it but it used to be kind of rareish because I remember getting a copy for like 15 euros sealed and putting on eBay for like 150 just to flip some money since I was not working yet. And I sold it instantly. And I was the only one on eBay Europe to do that. But uh, as a guy told me once, something is rare uh, until people realize they can make money out of it. And now it's full. The market is flooded with copies. Yeah, like it's. And I agree with that point, Nicola. Like people it's, it's, would have seen your sale and listed their copies for sale. Yeah. Sorry, Jason. Oh, it's one of those that's like notorious. It's got the notoriety. It's well known title, and so people. It, it just inflates the the demand and the price, and it feels a little artificial, but. Like, like you said, you know, Figzy, like it's no longer available. You can't get it anymore. So th there is that kind of allure, but really, yeah, it's out, there. it's out there in large numbers. You can find it whenever you want to find it. You're just going to overpay for it because that's the market value. 
What's the PS3 copy going for these days? The uh, in Australia, you're looking at three hundred dollars for a PS3 yeah. copy. Eighty to one hundred euros, depending on the region and the language. With the with the PS3 copy, is is, is it rare? Is it rarer than the? Uh... Rarer, I don't think. I mean, yes, probably it's has received a limited, more limited print run than the PS4. Also, it's um, European exclusive, at least for the West market. There's also a Japanese way cooler <laughs> version of the game. Yeah. Hey, have, you, have you guys played it? Nope. I I haven't played that Japanese way cooler version. It's Godzilla versus like. I've heard it's much better, but um, I, I did play the, the the Godzilla retail release over here, and it wasn't great. I mean, I I haven't played it recently. I just remember thinking I'm never going to play this again. It's not very good. Like like most games that come in and out of my collection, I, I put about 15, 30 minutes into it, and uh, I, I still got the save. I still got the save on my PS5 or PS4, uh, just just to say I had it. But uh, no, it, it wasn't a very good game. It's like yeah, it's just. You you go over here you 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 smash this and you go over here and you smash this. I don't even think uh I got I think I did fight one monster, but uh, no, it's not a great game. It is what it is though. Um, I've uh I've run out of weirdo uh crazy games. Uh, so I just brought some of my <laughs> latest pickups. Um, Bladed Fury. Uh, by I actually Pink. seen that this morning in your post, and I thought to myself, I've never seen that before. It looks cool. Yeah, but it's by PM Games. Uh, I guess it's got a steep. It's steep. It's it's a what do they call it? A hack and slash. Yeah, hack and slash slash beat 'em up. I guess uh, vertical or excuse me, horizontal scroller. And uh, yeah, you know, just uh, some some uh, some broad some ninja broad with the sword, and you just go around kicking ass. But uh, yeah. This one's uh this one came today. No, actually no, this one came earlier in the week. Uh, so it's yeah. a cover variant for the, the European cover is different. Oh is it? Yeah, uh, the, the background is different. It's like yellowish. But yeah, there's that game, Bladed Fury. This one just came in today. I was happy to add that one to the collection. All right, Jason, what you got for us? So I'm gonna pair two together, and I'll I'll make it quick because I know that we've been going for a while here. But um, yeah, I was just gonna say we'll have one more round of showing games if you guys wanted to pull out another really exciting one. Cool. Yeah. So these are two, um, which are you know wide releases in Europe. So there's Peggy releases that are available out there, and obviously there's NTSC too. But so these are two um, not necessarily uh -huh. widely known ESRB variants both only released in Latin America. So um, you can find, uh, I think, both of these in Mexico. Um, other parts of Latin America also got the Unravel collection. But uh, yeah, so no US releases of either of these. Um, the um, Saint Saya, uh, I guess, is its more commonly known um, game here. That it really isn't going for much on eBay at all. It's pretty cheap and and always available from what I've seen. But it's really weird. Um, like you, you really won't find it in U.S. retail or or any place normal. Um, but the Unravel Collection much more uncommon than ESRB. So yeah, for ESRB collectors, these are two to to seek out. I think. Hey Jason, what's interesting about the Saint Seiya Soldier Soul is um. 
for PS3 collectors, that's one of the last games that North American collectors have on their PS3 list. So it is actually quite expensive on the PS3 and quite desired. Um, yeah. But if you flip to the PS4, I don't think it will ever get to that point because how many full set North American PS4 collectors are going to be out there? Yeah, exactly. I've, I've got the PS3 one as well, and I, I paid a pretty low price at the time for it, but I didn't even realize that it was up there in, in terms of rarity or price. Well, the only reason being is I, I know personally five or six people that that was the last game for them to get for a full set. And because of reasons like this, you know, a list goes around on the internet and suddenly, you know, you realize, oh, that is actually hard to get. And, um, yeah, it's quite interesting. Yeah, like Tesla Grad is one of those, too, that people don't even realize are out there. And then they, for PS3, that they, it's one of the last ones that they seek out. So Tesla, just on Tesla Grad, this is a PlayStation Collectors podcast, but um, the PAL Tesla Grad on the Wii U is a $500 game. So yeah. um, it's absolutely what? crazy. If you compare it to a, a PS4 copy, which is like five bucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so really, yeah. is it the game people are buying or is it just what it is like? <laughs> te- te- Tesla Grad is the only physical Sodesco game for the NTSC collecting. Uh, I scooped up a really cheap one. I got a really uh, rather inexpensive one uh, from some seller on Walmart. But after I bought it, it was weird. His, his prices went up. So I got a sealed one sitting on the shelf. Nice. Which are the other two? One is Adam Ventures and the other? There's a, there's a third one for, for no, PS3 we, we that I can't, but I can't remember which, which one is the third one. Tower, oh, of no, Guns. Tower of Guns. Yeah, Tower of Guns. Yeah, those are pal. But yeah, we, we didn't get we didn't get either of those over here. Physical. We only got uh, Tesla grad. And let's see. For my last game, I would have chosen something strange, but I'm kind of running out of games. So I'm going for this one. This is let's say that Germany is not the only country in Europe receiving a lot of strange and crazy releases. There's also Spain. Among the, let's say, famous, pricey, whatever, I picked this one just because it's more interesting for me. El Mundo de Nubla, Word of Nubla. Uh, this is a game from PlayStation Talents. Also, I think most of, if not every single uh, spin exclusive physical is from PlayStation Talents. That is a kind of academy of PlayStation in Spain for indie developers. And what's really interesting about this one, uh, this is a game made by a museum. The, the Madrid Museum, that is the Thyssen Bornemizda, whatever, uh, probably butchered the name. They made this game using kind of the, the artwork, the, the, the pictures and uh, the paintings they have in the museum. It's, it's a terrible game. I've played it. It's like one hour <laughs> platinum, one hour game. It's just a kind of walking simulator with some puzzles. It's pretty bland just for a couple of sections like this one with the elephant. But it's kind of interesting, just uh, not one of the usual Spain exp- uh, exclusive you see, like Dog, Dog Child, Madita Castilla, or whatever. But kind of interesting one to own. I. I wouldn't mind having that. Oh, that's pretty cool. Who's who's got more exclusives? You say Italy, France, Spain. 
Germany. Spain and Germany. 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 We don't have, again. We do not have yeah, we, 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 I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not we just have misprints. We just have made up <laughs> collector's editions <laughs> and things like that. But Germany is like as something like sixty to seventy ex game exclusives to Germany. Uh, yeah, Germany has that. some really bad looking games. Yeah, well, what's that one that the one that with <laughs> gold <laughs> Bard's gold? Yeah, no, Bard's gold. Yeah, Bard's gold is, is the ugliest cover. Yeah, yeah I, I have that here. Look at this motherfucker. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh that's 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 Snow White and the Seven Naughty Boys level bullshit right there. <laughs> I had Rush Hour here too, but they're oh man, they have so much bad. We don't we don't have to talk about it, but oh man, like seriously, XMAs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're not even trying. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I another game I want to talk about that I actually used to play on my mobile phone back in the day, which is quite hilarious. Mad Tower Tycoon. Um, the iOS game that I used to play was a game where you build a story with like 100 stories, and this is practically the same thing. Yes. And they made it a physical PS4 game. It's like four euro game that nobody buys. Yeah. <laughs> but us collectors out there are like, that looks like my type of game. <laughs> but sorry about this. And we, we can awesome. literally show a thousand different games and like still be talking about obscure, exotic, weird PS4 games because there is so much out there. Speaking of awesome covers, Freedom Finger, <laughs> I think it's the best one out there. I mean, it's crazy in every single part of it. I've also played that, so... Oh it's, my it's god! Bad. It's bad on so many levels. Your inside artwork as well. <laughs> yeah. Cool, my and, more like. and if you look at the manual, the last pages, it's the entire code of the game. Oh wow! <laughs> like like <laughs> the entire cool. code of the game. I respect for it having more a and more and more pages. I love that. I gotta say, the Freedom Finger box artwork. If you look at the back of Poop Slinger. Remarkably, it's the same guy. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's no chance it's not the same guy. <laughs> hey, gentlemen, this has been an absolute blast. Um, Nicola, Jason, thanks so much for you guys coming back on the podcast. If you guys want to see more of these guys, I've linked below their full episodes, uh, so you can definitely go check it out. Uh, some of the most enjoyable episodes of the um, series so far. So um, be sure to check them out. Uh, next week, guys, we'll be having a similar episode. However, it will be PS3 related. Uh, we've gathered um, some pretty serious PS3 collectors. We've got Kevin Walters, Ricky Andre, and Tristan coming on the show to talk about PS3 variants. Uh, so if you're a PS3 fan, stay tuned for that one. Um, yeah, been heaps of fun. Thanks again for coming on, guys. Thanks for having me. Good night, gentlemen. Thanks, thanks everyone in the chat. We love having you. And uh, tune in next week for the PlayStation Three variant gangbang. It's going to be great. <laughs> See you guys later. Bye, guys. Peace. It's a PlayStation Collectors Podcast. PlayStation Collectors Podcast. PlayStation Collectors Podcast. Welcome to the show. It's a PlayStation.
PlayStation, Collectors Podcast, PlayStation, Collectors Podcast, PlayStation, Collectors Podcast, Show. Welcome to the 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 show.